Hey, hey, what up, what up? What is going on, everybody? Fantasy Football Hustler back at you. We got another weekend bake for all your guys' questions. Let's shout out the crew who's rocking with us. Let's see who we got in the house. What up, Emil? So what up, 420 crew? What up, Niner? Hey, hey, Bogey in the house. Think he's going to be in here soon. Derek, salute. Oh, yeah, check out my new... Check out the new shirt, guys. We got that Nug Life in, repping the 420 crew. Go to 420crewmerch.com. Go grab yours today. Go grab yours today. Let's see. Emil's got a question. Would you trade Kirk for Najee straight up? Which Kirk? Christian Kirk? Kirk Cousins? Which one? Either one I want Najee, though. Yo, yo, what up, Crispy? Crispy in the house. One Nation said, what up? Pack that shit. Let's smoke it up for the crew. Let's see. Marco. What up? What up? Gutenabend. And there we go. Derek showing love on Twitch. Appreciate ya. And yuck. Yuck in the house. What up? He said, been loving the Dynasty shows. I'm doing... Uh, I'm doing my first one Sunday. There we go, man. A dynasty draft that's happening like the same week that the season starts. Insane to me. <laughs> Insane to me. Cause all of ours just take a while. Like, I, like if you do a fast dynasty draft, that means you are missing out on the most important part and the most fun part of any dynasty league. And that is the in draft trades. That is the in draft trades. And uh, Niner said, Godwin versus D-Hop, full PPR when drafting him on the Godwin side of things. One Nation said, that intro always has me vibing. Let's get it. Emil said, Christian Kirk. Yes, of course. I'm trading Christian Kirk for Najee straight up. Yes, of course. And who is this? This is Shannon on Facebook. What up? What up? Said, do you think Adam Thielen can be a solid, can be solid in PPR um, as a flex? Eh, it's just one of those things. Like I'm not super, super um, excited about him. Like you're getting him super late. I mean, he's a dart throw at the end of your bench. And uh, yuck. Through the link in the chat for anyone who's not following the new YouTube channel. Make sure you follow it. It's fantasy football funk because we want the funk. Got to have that funk. Yeah. So make sure you go find it. And um, the link is in the chat. Make sure you hit the, the subscribe button. Make sure you turn on all notifications. Okay. Turn on all notifications. Yeah. I'm even, uh, yeah, I think I'm going to have to do, got to take it back to where we, uh, where we force people to subscribe. And really just so you guys don't forget to do it there we go all right and let's see this is who is this sylvester on facebook said apparently michael thomas is healthier than he's been in a long time thoughts well when you're literally so unhealthy that you can't touch the field it's not that like anytime you touch the field you're like healthier than what you've ever been I don't want any part of it, man. He's just got way too many injuries. I just, I don't want any part of it. Last year, everybody was like, uh, not everybody, but there was a big school of thought of people that was like, I'll get Michael Thomas with the last pick, you know, on my team. And I was of the mindset, like, 
No, I don't want him on my team. I'd rather have someone with some upside because the Michael Thomas that everyone's thinking about is Michael Thomas from like four years ago. Some people in the NFL don't even play for four years. And that's how far you got to go back where you're like, hey, Michael Thomas is actually really good at one point. So, no, I don't want him. Yeah, yucks. (laughs) Yucks on the same thing. He said, I don't want him neither. (laughs) And uh, what yucks say? Okay, he's here. He said, probably my phone. It's confusing. Okay. Hey, hey, song. There we go. Song showing up on the new YouTube channel. Yeah, make sure you guys, uh, if you're watching this on replay, just make sure you go follow Fantasy Football Funk. And if you're watching this on replay as well, leave your questions as comments not in the live chat okay not in the live chat leave them as comments and let's see who's this dan dan said would you um i'm assuming would you trade uh drake london for jk dobbins wide receivers or jk jj mike williams Ayuk kirk my running backs are you know there's multiple b robinsons right you know, there's multiple B Robinsons. Is this Bijan Robinson? Is this Brian Robinson? Come on, guys. Let's get into midseason form where we put out the person's whole name or call him by his first name if it's Bijan. So I just know who it is. But yeah, that's the thing that you guys want to remember. I don't know who the hell you're talking about. So you make make sure you put in the full name of people. All right, and he said Brian Robinson. Okay, yeah, so that makes a huge difference. Um, eh, I don't really like J.K. Dobbins that much. I mean, I don't really like Drake London that much either. I mean, it's kind of just a blah trade, like, all around. You're, uh, you're going with the guy who got injured last year, who has a shit quarterback, to a guy who's been injured, like, his entire career, who has an amazing quarterback, but we don't even know if he's going to be, like, the check-down type of guy in this new system. So I'm going to say if you really need running backs that bad, sure, go for it. But I'm not excited about bringing J.K. Dobbins back to the squad. Hey, hey, and there we go. We got Bogey in the house. What's happening? Mad mad, uh, phone calls, like, real, like, yeah, it happens. Um. Yeah, I'm excited for J.K. Dobbins if I can get him at a value. I don't know if I'm necessarily trading for him like that unless I'm trading for him for the love. What did he give up there, Drake London? Uh, Yeah, well, I and I don't even think that it was completed. He said, I think he was thinking about offering it. I don't even know if it was sent to him or not. <coughs> and uh, who is this? This is Shannon says, well, Michael Pittman have a bounce back season. I'm going to say no. Because look at the QB that he's got. Not really known for his accuracy. <coughs> and if he's really just athletic. He freak, back from, from being shit. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. I mean, he could easily bounce back from what everybody is fucking. Every, all the expectations. He's fallen short of everyone's expectations every year he's been in the NFL. I don't want to bank on it this year. But we have seen third-year breakouts, you know. But usually... I'm going to go after a third-year breakout who's got, like, a really good QB attached to him. This is a fourth-year guy, though, too. Oh, yeah, not even his third year. Michael Pittman, yeah, that was last. That was the case that we made for him last year, even with someone like a Carson Wentz. And, like, it's just – here's one thing you got to learn. In a Frank Reich system, you know what I'm saying, which is kind of like an Andy Reid-esque type of joint, you know what I'm saying, the tight ends and then the outside receiver – like the burner, those are the guys that usually get the big the get the big plays here. You know what I'm saying? Uh I mean, look at T. Y. Hilton's probably the last receiver in a Frank Reich's 
offense that worked. Now you got Shane Steichen there for Michael Pittman. I don't know how that's going to look. What is he, the A.J. Brown of that offense? You know what I mean? I mean, just, you know, looking for a comparison, right? Because that's where Shane Steichen came from, came from Philly. And he's definitely going to try to implement that, you know, that, that read option, mobile QB, you know, play action, you know, super rush attack. You know what I mean? But I guess, you know, what, uh, without JT there, I think everyone gets hurt. I think JT there, even as shitty as it might've been for him, that would have helped Richardson would have helped Pittman kind of don't want anything to do with the Colts at all. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, I mean, I'd rather have some people on the Arizona Cardinals before I have, uh, people on the Colts, but even now, uh, but now it's getting ugly into where we just got to kind of see like who it's going to be. I don't want to pay up on anyone. Like a lot of these guys might go undrafted, not Michael Pittman, obviously, but like everybody else besides him and Hollywood Brown on the Cardinals and on the Colts just might go undrafted. I just rather wait and see who it is and swoop off of waivers. And uh, what Marco said, Alex, would you rather have sexy Rexy instead of Thomas? No, because I don't want XFL players on my squad. Instead of Michael Thomas? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know he's joking, right? Uh, yeah, he is, of course. Because <laughs> uh, we sexy said, Rexy. He's the. Because we said we don't want Mike. I don't want Michael Thomas at all, even if it's a last round pick. So that's what. <laughs> that's where that question came from. <laughs> you know, I'm not gonna lie to you. If I could get Michael Thomas in that range, I'll probably get him every time. Just someone else does it before me. I mean, because there's no risk to take him super late. And, like, if he could be, like, a flex, that's awesome. But uh, likelihood is, you know, it's a little different. It's, it's hard to, to bet. It. It's hard to bet on Michael Thomas being, like, healthy. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I'll, I'll see it when I, I'll believe it when I see it. And even then, I'll just have to rub my eyes a few times. But I don't know. I don't, I don't believe it. <laughs> I remember even, was it last year where he had like a couple good games at the beginning of the season? Yeah, where they sell him. <laughs> There's a guy, he's a come through. I told y'all, Michael Thomas. And he, he had like two weeks of that just because he scored a tug for two weeks straight. And then he died. Then we did not hear from that guy again. No, I think that guy died too, that's why. <laughs> That'd be so funny if we see him come back. To, I'm telling you guys, Michael Thomas. He's going to catch one ball. He's be like, I fucking told you guys. I've been trying to find y'all, but I found all the other channels <laughs> here to let you guys know. This is Raul on uh, Facebook. Should I draft Kelsey at the 104? I have the fourth pick in my draft. He said full PPR, 12 man. There's a tight end spot. I'm all about it. Yes. Yep. <laughs> also not mad at Tyreek Hill, but for the positional advantage of having the best tight end, one of the best receivers labeled a tight end that's connected to Mahomes, and you put him in your tight end spot, I'm taking him fourth overall. And this is Jerry. Would you try to trade T Hig? Oh, who would you try to trade T Higgins for? Uh, he said, "I double drafted Higgins and and Chase." So that's the thing. Like, if, if, I'm assuming this is Dynasty because you're in the Dynasty group asking this question. I'm not, I'm not in a rush to trade Higgins in a Dynasty league. Like, why? And he's gonna be solid. I'll, I'll try to figure out a way I can trade for Burrow and have all three of them motherfuckers. Let's go. We're shooting it out, baby. Yeah. We don't play scared. Matter of fact, okay, I've thought of this before. When it comes to the tag team weaponry, I'm okay having, if I could somehow have the Chase Higgins, I'm okay with that. If I could somehow have a Jefferson, Addison, maybe a Jefferson, Hawkinson, I'm okay with that. Shit, I might even have all three of them and put Kirk Cousins on top of them hoes. You know, I'm crazy like that. 
because I if they're attached to a high flying offense, hey, we, I'm okay having Tyreek and Waddle somehow. I'm okay with the, this type of strategy. You know what I'm saying? Last year and the year before that, I had a ton of like Keenan Allen, Mike Williams teams. Ask me how that went though. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the idea was there because I was about to have you know Justin Herbert throwing for like damn near four five thousand. Wow. You know what I mean? What up, Tino? What up, birthday twin? This is GZDR. What up? Jeez, uh, what is it? Something forever. What up? What up? New um, new person on Twitch. Yeah, Dr. Something forever. <clears throat> he said, uh, why do you think the Bengals are playing around with Joe Burrow's contract? Well, he got hurt. Like that, that was really what like kind of messed this up. Like yeah, and, he and didn't... ACL. He, and it was this is ACL. Like we're not even talking about the recent injury. Like the fact that he tore his ACL before, that already tremendously you know, dinged his, his leverage. Yeah. Then, then there's the fact that this organization is one of the more poor organizations. You know what I'm saying? They don't have the, they don't have the Jerry Jones money to back it. They don't have the Robert Kraft money where like the cash over cap is nothing to them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because cash over cap comes out of, out of the escrow, the NFL escrow. And then you have to have actual money. You know what I'm saying? Not saying that these owners aren't all rich, but there's there's levels to it. So Joe Burrow, I mean, look, they barely got them. They spent like a, a what was it, like a half a billion dollars or something like that on a facility. Yeah. Something like 500 million or something like that on a, on a practice facility. I might be overshooting that number like crazy, but this is, a, you know, they this is the type of organization they are. So it doesn't surprise me when they're lagging on paying this motherfucker. Plus, they just historically, that organization, they don't pay guys like that. Unless like, you know, you're... um. Unless you're like a high-end player that has some kind of knock on you, and that's the only way they can get you. Like a Joe Mixon, remember he Joe Mixon was like a first-round talent, but he choked his pregnant bitch, and then you know he's gonna fall. You know what I mean? Uh, you know the Vontez Burfics of the world, Pac-Man Joneses. They like the bad guys. And Joe Burrow that, is also not in a rush. I mean, the only thing that's gonna screw him over is getting hurt again. But why wouldn't he want Burrow? To, I mean, why wouldn't he want um, Herbert to lock in his contract so he can beat? Herbert's because yep. he's already made it to the Super Bowl. And that's the thing, too, is like Herbert, he got his extension, right? Yeah. Yeah. And like, you know, I think like the back and forth, like then this is where the recent injury probably stalled a little bit. He got the calf and like, ooh. And you know what? Dak probably called Bro- Joe Burrow and said, look, man, broke my whole shit. They still gave me the bag. You can be all right, kid. You know what I mean? I, Matter of fact, that's probably the best thing that happened for the Cowboys because look at how they got Dak. They got him on. He's market friendly as fuck right now. You know what I mean? Joe Burrow's not hurting. I don't think they're playing with his contract. When you're about to be the highest played, highest paid player in the NFL, a lot of the logistics need to be worked out because there's going to be a whole bunch of crazy incentives. I mean, shit, he's he's going to be. We're going to see another, you know, two hundred and fifty million dollar man here at least. Yeah, and I think I think he's going for like the two hundred guaranteed. But out of all the QBs that just got paid, he's the only one that him and Jalen Hurts are the only ones that went to the Super Bowl, right? I bet I bet it is the guarantees where it's getting like mm-hmm. what's taking it a little bit longer. Yeah, because look at for someone like Jalen Hurts, you know his style of football. He's been hurt, so he had to wait for that Lamar Jackson contract to be like, there it is. I want this as a baseline. Yeah, right. So Justin Herbert is what we, we've been saying on the show that we're waiting for him to get paid. So, so Joe Burrow has some type of outline that he could blow out the water. You know what I mean? Like, hey, look, this is what he's getting. I need more than that. Yeah. You know and then when you look at the guarantees, then that's when you start looking at the other style of QBs, like a, a Jalen Hurts and stuff. The guys like that, they got injury clauses that that give them certain amount of guarantees. But also, 
that fully guaranteed is like what 180 something none of them are over 200 except for watson deshaun watson and we can't even he's an outlier because that's how a shitty organization is able to get a fucking elite qb <laughs> you know what i mean overpaying yeah. and wait till he's like has all these sexual allegation charges otherwise the browns is never gonna get someone like that i mean what's crazy is can you imagine if deshaun watson had no asterisks next to his name how much he would actually be worth he's I mean, fucking killed it since he's been in the nfl and like it's crazy that everybody thinks last year and they're literally forgetting everything else about him, all of his lineage and everything he's done in the NFL. Like he's not about to come back and just kill it. It's more like there's an argument to made that the, the AFC North is the best division in football this year. Yeah, for sure. I mean, people, you know, at no least one, an argument. That's what I mean. An by argument. Sure. Yeah. Sure like, an argument. like the, you know, the going into last year, everyone viewed the NFC West that way after last year, they don't view them that way. You know who they do in the NFC, the NFC East, right? Yeah. Because this on pay, these are all winning ass teams, right? Three out of the and four. It was the NFC West before that. And then it was like, Oh shit. Uh-huh. Cardinals and the Rams are kind of shitty now. Yeah. And like, so and then, and then you have, you know, the emergence of a, a Kenny Pickett, obviously you have Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson's back. And then you have Deshaun Watson there now too. That's crazy. Like that division is about to go, like it's about to go up. You know what I mean? And seeing, like, even with, like, a guy like Amari Cooper, like, it's, I mean, I think a lot of people forget how good of a route runner, like, he actually is because he was playing with Baker. I mean, playing with Dak, kind of, you know, kind of in the beginning, you know, of Dak shit. But, like, Amari is about to kill it as long as he's not a little bitch out there getting hurt because we know that's in his repertoire. Yeah, well. and, like, that's what really, really makes Cedric Tillman interesting. Like, I know, like, he's a no-name to most everybody, but, like, he is the guy that if anything happens to Cooper, he'll get slotted right in. He's their highest draft pick this year. Yeah, and we don't care if Watson has a losing record as a starter. He played for the Texans. They were garbage when they drafted and, him. And, and what is his win-loss record in his career? Because he he was routinely in the playoffs except for that last year in 2020. You know what I'm saying? Like, Watson has been routinely in the playoffs, not 2017. So ever since 2018, 18, 19, 20, and 21. No, 18, 19. Okay, damn, he's only been in there in 18 and 19. Well, yeah, I mean, he got hurt as a rookie. Yeah, he tore his ACL. And then, yeah. so I mean, that's only 18, 19, 20, and that's it. That's only okay. 20. Oh, so 20, he he didn't get into the playoffs though in 20, did he? Uh, I don't remember if he did or no, not. I mean, everything not. That was the, after that. So I want to say that was that last Bill O'Brien year, and then they got rid of they got rid of everybody. Remember, that was the last year they brought in Brandon Cooks and they traded away uh DeAndre Hopkins back in 2020. Let's see, where the hell is his record? All I'll say, okay, scratch the win-loss record in real life. I'm just going to say, in a, and we're talking fantasy now. Yeah. With, with, with Watson, in a full season, 16 games. When he Wait, and he's 31 and 28. So what the hell are you talking about? He's above 500. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's right <laughs> there. But I'm, And then see, here's, and, yeah, oh, that's, that's a winning record, right? Above 500. And then here's another thing. In a full season played, he's never finished less than QB6 in fantasy. You know what I'm saying? The only the year that really he's had a 500 season or more every single year except 2020. And 2020 <laughs> was the year he went for 4,800 yards and 33 touchdowns. Yep. It and was even better was, when he had a losing record. That was with no DeAndre Hopkins, and it was just Brandon Cooks and like a wounded Will Fuller here and there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Watson's a bad motherfucker, bro. I mean, listen, this is a bad Bogart joke. Y'all ready for this? 
But Steam, and I got to quote Steamboat. He when he always described Watson because we we wanted him for the Niners back then. Thanks, Marco. What up, Marco? And but he said, you know, the best way to describe Deshaun Watson is he's a winner. And man, here comes the bad Bogart joke. Tell me he's not a winner, bruh. How do you go from the Texans in a shitty situation to getting fucking all these sexual allegation charges and then you beat it all and you the way you beat it is you get assistance from another team giving you all this guaranteed money because now you can really guap out all these ladies just to, to, to quiet them all with settlements. And he did that. That guy's a fucking winner. I mean, maybe he's not a good person. But you know what I mean? By definition, I don't think winning is subjective. You know what I mean? When it comes yeah. to winning, it's like, did you win or lose? Right? He just wins in these situations, bro. He's a fucking, it's amazing. And how many people, like, have we just said about, like, whether it's athletes, whether it's celebrities, like, guys who we find out, they aren't good people, but, like, we don't judge them based on, like, if they're good people or not. We judge them based on, if they're an actor, we judge them based on their movies. If they're a football player, we judge them based on their play on the field. I mean, shit, it's just, it's just I mean, the way it is. You know, what's funny is like, it's almost like every time that R. Kelly pops, pops up random on one of my playlists, I'm like, ugh, it's kind of cringy, but it's like, damn, the song, R. Kelly's a legend. Uh, you yeah. haven't got, you haven't got up there yet, but it is, uh, there's a, there's a season in the league where Pete, he starts going out with this, uh, with this chick. And she was like, oh, maybe on maybe on Sunday we can set your lineup together. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he exactly. just he was not about it because he's all about doing shit himself. Yeah, and it's like so funny. She like grabs his computer away from him. He's like, oh, what are you doing? He was like, just so you know, this is like 10th base for me right now. <laughs> and and uh, I forget who uh, she was like, oh, Michael Vick. Um, yeah, we got we got We don't like him. We got to get him out of the lineup. Oh, oh. <laughs> And he, she was like, what about this guy, Ben Rothless Burger? Has he done anything bad? And he's like, no, he's never done anything bad. Ah! <laughs> oh, oh, because she was on the Michael Vick hype because he had the dogs and stuff. Yeah, so it was like, if you're not a good person, you can't play on our team. <laughs> and it's like, oh, no, Big Ben. Oh, no, he's never done anything wrong. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Oh, that's funny. You know, it's funny is that those 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 uh those early essay charges on him, yeah, on Ben Roethlisberger, yeah. You know, say that's what stopped because the Niners were going to trade for him, bro. Do you remember that? An article came out a couple years ago that like there was a big old blockbuster deal that would have sent Ben Roethlisberger to the Niners back then with Jim Harbaugh and that defense, and that would have been that kind of nasty, bro. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, and Charlie uh, Skip R. Kelly and SPM now. I know, right? Yeah, it, 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 and then then it's like the Michael Jackson thing. I almost, like I'm I'm just forever fused. I mean, yeah, Michael I, Michael Jackson might have he might have touched some little kids. Man, he got the thriller, man. <laughs> See, that's all bad jokes because it is fucking terrible. Like I hate that. Like our legends and everything, a lot of them are scorned by the, these bad this reputations. And everything you go back to with Michael Jackson, he. All of it, all of it was Fugazi. Like every single, that's why every single every case charge, ended up getting thrown out. out. And you look at even the way that it was handled. Like everybody, the people who sued him, they never went to the police or any kind of authority first. They go to a lawyer first. You know, you know what's like, funny I mean, too? I'd go over there with the baseball bat if it was me. They are like, so, uh, I mean, you know, okay, here's the thing. If, my, if you're Michael Jackson and you really got down like that and you had money like that, I mean, it's these parents that are getting bought out easily. 
Yeah, I'm going to have a slumber party. Yeah, how much is it, Mike? How come guys like $3 Corey... dollars a night. How come guys like Corey Feldman and Macaulay Culkin will, like, go to war, you know, for him? And, like, I'm sure that they were, like, around him a lot more than, you know, the random cancer patients that were, like, there. Dave Chappelle made the bad joke. He was like, you were dying of cancer. All, all this was your wish, not mine to meet me. He's like, you're getting stronger every time I see you now. And then the motherfucker go, he's like, well, how, you know, I mean, you know, all the kids had Mike's, his, his penis description. He's like, you know what? You know, I mean, I have to, I have, well, who can't describe a penis? You know, I'm sure there's a shaft. You know, there's some Marco, ball. we're not making any Ray Rice jokes right now, okay? Because <laughs> he was, he, he at least went back for the flip-flop, okay? Like, I mean, he wasn't that much of a savage. Ray Rice married her after that. <laughs> I thought they were already married before that. <laughs> they were engaged, but by uh, the time right. that video came out, they had already been married. Yeah. So even she was, like, trying to, you know... You know, do she was trying to do right by her man. You, you know what I don't like? Is what that Antonio? It, it's terrible. Don't hit a woman. Yeah. And I also want to say, women, stop making these men like want to hit you, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, stop beating up on guys too that are athletes that are, just might lose their shit. And you're like, ha, bitch, I got you. There goes your career. I mean, shout out to Ruben Foster. That happened to him. Never put a hand on his lady, and she kept calling the police on him and accusing him and the Niners had to cut him yeah, just to save face. Like, fuck it. This is like the fourth time y'all done called y'all to call the was, police. It's literally because of guys like him that they had to change those fucking rules for the NFLPA. Yeah. Cause like he legit lost his job. I mean, pretty much lost his career. He never caught on well, after that. Well, right? well, here's the thing is like, so Doug Williams first ever black QB to ever oh. win the Super Bowl, Right. For, and that was um, with the, with the, with the Washington Redskins. <sighs> He was at during 2020, he became like like the scout, like the head of scout department or whatever, and like brings in players. He brought in Reuben Foster right after the Niners cut him. We they claimed him off the waivers, and he played that year, went to the playoffs with them. Okay. But what's, what's crazy is because they gave they gave the Washington Redskins hella shit for that. They're like, oh fucking, how could you guys do that? And then Doug Williams said, he this is verbatim, he goes. Man, there's so many players that have been accused of way worse things that were actual, actually true. He was like, this one is yet to be seen. And then when it, became, it came out that she lied, you know what I'm saying? He was happy. You know, people were probably like, hell yeah, I'm glad they took a chance on me. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And then, yeah, yeah after that, he got said that, that Foster should have ditched her after the first time. I mean, we never, we never know why people stay together, you know? Like, I mean, there's people who put up with a lot of shit because... They're in love with each other, right? I mean, for whatever, you know, for whatever that's worth. I mean, there's still people who believe in love until a certain extent. It's just, it's wild. What's love got to do with it? <laughs> some, some, some crazy motherfuckers will even say, well, I wouldn't have been crazy like this if it wasn't for love. <laughs> love made me do it, baby. Yeah, I like uh, Marlon when he goes on, uh, when he goes on Jerry Springer. Jerry, it's time to stop Stop, tell him, stop calling me crazy. I'm going crazy. I get crazy. <laughs> yo, baby, do I see crazy? Yo, yo, he what up, yo? He started getting the veins in his neck. <laughs> the veins start firing out. What up, Joe? Make sure you come over to the new uh, fantasy YouTube channel, the Fantasy Football Funk. <laughs> Tino said, "Shout out to Bobby Brown." <laughs> see, Bobby Brown, Bobby Brown was a fool with it though, because Bobby Brown like. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like um everybody knew he was on the powder, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then when he got with when he got with um 
Just, a, it was uh, just different in the eighties, though, right? Like everyone was overlooking, you know. Just I mean, it was, I mean, it was, about, it was like drinking beer them. back then. Like, okay, look at Whitney. Whitney after the after like the uh, the bodyguard and stuff like that. Whatever happened to her, she fell off. What she started doing like Disney songs and stuff like that. She because she was no, she just started doing crack. That was it. That's what I'm saying. Like she was. <laughs> and she, remember, she was on Oprah. She was hella high, clearly, and she, she was like crack. Not, crack is so cheap. Like she didn't <laughs> deny smoking crack. She's like, Ill. That's cheap. I do blow. <laughs> I mean, the rich man's drug. <laughs> yeah, because she couldn't. Uh, she couldn't hit those high notes anymore. I mean, once you can't, once you can't sing your own songs, or you get caught, like you know, trying to do it for real, and then you like try to switch to acapella. I think like that's what it was. You know, it's crazy too. She, she was. Didn't she awesome. get booed out of her? Didn't she get booed out of a concert? That she did because she couldn't sing, like, for shit. I mean, I know that's happened to Lauren Hill gang of times. Yeah. <laughs> and Lauren Hill just trying to leave a show. But see, here's the thing with Whitney, too. Is like, Whitney's not a showman at all. Whitney's a stand there and sing and shit, right? Yeah. That's her. Yeah. She yeah. don't dance. Her One of her biggest songs is, I want to dance with somebody. And in the song, in the video, she's just dancing, doing a little two-step. She can't dance. <laughs> so it's like, when you can't dance, then you can't lip sync. You know, Britney and them, they could do it. They had residents. Britney Spears had residency in Vegas. She can't sing for shit. Yeah. She just go on there lip singing her old joints because she's a showman. She could dance. She got all yeah. the backup dancers. You know, it's a thing. Yeah. It's a show. If, if you're based on solely being the, your pipes and you can't blow no more, you getting booed, bitch. Man, that's why Michael Jackson was so good. Um, this a random video came up where he was doing uh, Man in the Mirror, but it was like acapella <laughs> as well. And like you could just tell there is in the mirror, there is no nothing that makes like that can like enhance his voice and make it better. She could only like make his voice worse. That's why they even had to get the sure SMB or whatever to make sure that they had the clearest, like you know, vocals coming through. And that motherfucker, um, it was funny too because he would use his snap, yeah, as metronome, yeah. You know, what I mean that for those that don't know what a metronome is, a metronome is something that that musicians will use to keep uh to keep the BPM. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying? so that way everyone could play along. And then, but so so if did you would, know that he has credits for his own snap, his like snap. His own yeah. signature? Yeah, yeah. He, he, they, they couldn't take it out. It's recorded in there with the recordings. It's not yeah. like a metronome where only you're only hearing it in your headphone. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Tino said, I'm too rich. I don't free base cocaine. <laughs> for real. That's what you, for real, though. I get my straight Peruvian flake. You know what I mean? And, and like, what's crazy is that the whole thing that happened. I mean, she, how does she die? OD, right? Something like that. I'm, I'm they found so. her, and like, and then even the daughter of her, like, and first of all, whenever you get Ray J in the mix, because I think at the end of her, at Winnie's life, she was fucking on Ray J. And like Ray J is just like, you know what I mean? He's just uh he's a savage, man. I mean, he is uh, <laughs> I mean he's he put Kim Kardashian on the map. Oh yeah. <laughs> and they, they had her on ecstasy and everything. Like he was fucking her on the Molly, he was doing it right. <laughs> yeah, Ray J is a savage, man. That was the yeah. original uh Kim K, huh? With the with the uh with the widow's peak and yeah, the that, was, that was when she, that was when she was uh, <laughs> that was when she took that page out of Paris's book. It was it's so funny that like Kim Kardashian used to be like Paris Hilton's fucking like her assistant little, or whatever. And she, yeah, she, she was uh, a closet organizer. That was like her, 
That was like she was like a Hollywood like closet organizer or something. Well, I mean, I guess. I mean, it was just she actually, was my cousin. Shout out to my cousin Bonita. She was my cousin Bone, bro. She actually does that for a living. She's like a a closet organizer. Oh, uh oh, yuck! Big news coming in. He said Gaskin to the Vikings. Uh oh, you Alexander Madison truthers. Oh no, <laughs> he's gonna that lose bitch his job. Carol Gaskin. <laughs> Uh oh, this must mean that they don't need anybody like Kareem Hunt or Jonathan Taylor or anybody I'm gonna like say that it. now. Chris Ballard is a terrible GM. That's why the Chiefs got rid of him. And then and he went to the Browns. That's why the Browns got rid of him. And now he's with the Colts. And he tried to bring back Kareem Hunt. This JT thing continues. They'll bring Kareem Hunt in. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean, that's, that's probably the lower hanging fruit. And uh, what up, Joe? Joe Santo in the house is smoking up. What up, big uh, Joe? This is JB on Facebook said, need to cut two from my roster. Uh, his RBs are Henry Pollard, Rashad White, Kamara, P. Ryan, Warren, uh, and then Mike Williams, DJ Moore, Gabe Davis, Ayuk, Deontay, Cortland Sutton. It'd be dropping Jalen Warren. P. Ryan and Jalen Warren. I hate J- dropping Jalen Warren too because just holding on. Like I would want to try to move him to the Najee guy maybe. Or maybe even see if somehow I can acquire Najee off of off that dude because I would like to lock down that backfield. Like I'm not, I'm not getting rid of P Ryan. I'm getting rid of Gabe Davis. Fuck that. Uh, I like. Gabe I'm assuming Davis, this is a shallow league because of like how yeah, far the, down the type of names goes. that he has to drop. Yeah. I drop Cortland Sutton before I drop Gabe Davis. Like it's just another guy. I'm 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 stupid for this, but like I mean, we're I'm not, not going to see a fifth year breakout or fourth year breakout, whatever it is. Like how yeah. many times we're going to wait for the, this? It's it's really just that there's no one there. That's the only thing. And I guess you could say that the same thing for P. Ryan, right? Like P. Ryan probably get a show. What about Dalton Kincaid? <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna get a hundred targets this year, right, there. Look out, look out for know. the Tino. Look out for the Tino <laughs> comment coming. I'm just telling you. Best right. tight end we've ever seen. <laughs> and Joe said Gabe had an ankle sprain last season. I mean, he had a lot of things wrong with him last season. I mean, but he also had uh, he also had 100% route running. Per drop back for Josh Allen, that means some. It sucks that he draws number one coverage because they're going to. I still don't know if that football. means something good or bad, though, because <laughs> I, 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 I didn't say. I just said. I just said. You cleverly worded that. I caught it. I still don't know if it means good or bad, but it means something for sure. I'm good at what I do, okay? I'll sell, I'll sell trash to the trash can, bro. Oh man, I'll sell trash to the trash can real fast. Derek, I'm dropping Gabe Davis's bum ass after that bullshit last year. <laughs> Come on, he's actually going out of value this year. Like, listen, is anybody surprised if Gabe Davis becomes like a, like a top thirty six guy on an offense that usually throws around four forty five hundred? You know what I mean? And is any would anybody be surprised if he was like a bottom, like lower than wide receiver forty something, like forty eight yeah. or whatever? Like if he's thirty seven, if he's receiver thirty seven, I'm mad as a fuck. <laughs> Damn it, Gabe Davis! <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's and uh, and clock. Said, of Gabe Davis makes me want to get high. That's <laughs> <laughs> stressing me out. <laughs> he's gonna make everybody fall off the wagon. <laughs> <laughs> and uh clock said uh he said mr yaku mania i said yuck mouth fan and uh yuck said mr yuck's actually my real life cousin's backyard wrestling name he said i just stole it for social media <laughs> that's nice <laughs> yeah oh that's tight his cousin's a backyard wrestler and i always thought of, and shout out to clock because clock's very versed in bay area isms i always thought of yuck when because especially because we used to call him yuku and then you started calling him yuck for short yeah yeah 
And shout out to Sir Smoke a lot. You that uh he was that like the loonies was cool, but like like <coughs> my yuck name man who yuck mouth smoke low key. Yeah, hell yeah, bro. And and and, and he's a low-key lyricist from the West Coast. You know, a lot of West Coast isn't really heralded for our lyricism, even though we got a shitload of lyricists, you know what I mean? And Yuck Mouth is one of them, bro. He be gassing. So there's a 12 gauge shoddy. He's a, a rapper from the Mary Jane Junkies. It was yep, his very uh, lyrical. It was his birthday party. And uh, it was at one of the clubs that was like an 18 and up club. And the only reason why it was there is because hot, like the VIP section of the club off. you could you could smoke there well yeah oh, it was broke off for sure but you could smoke there was no like roof like over it so oh, you were able right. to smoke in that yeah. area so motherfuckers, motherfuckers is throwing i mean it's, and it's a mary jane uh a mary jane event yeah and so i was smoking it, it was so tight because like for, first off like everyone in the hood knew each other obviously you know whether it's one thing or another and, yes, so and was, what do you do when you see motherfuckers from the hood you match a blunt you know yeah yeah Especially like you know, that's why everybody knew me. It wasn't from nothing else. I wasn't a rapper. I wasn't a gangster. Just always had the good tree, and uh, so it was dope seeing everyone feel like a little celebrity in the VIP section. Everyone's rolling blunts and everything, and and Yuck Mouth actually showed up there, and he was performing. I got five on it, and before that, we were all in a blunt rotation with him. And he was like, "Oh, it's my it's my cue. I'm about to get up on stage." Hey. <laughs> Did he have his blunt roller with him? Because he's one of the first people outside of Snoop I saw where we just have the homies there. This is back fucking 2008. This is a long time ago. He was for sure. I, he I had mean, the for all I know, it was for all I he, know, he was solo doing, bolo was there. The, was he doing the B legitters where it's like multiple swishers? He didn't, he he wasn't rolling nothing. Everyone was just passing him blunts. <laughs> I mean, he smoke a lot. Yeah, and 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 later later in the career too, he he actually moved down there to um to L.A. You know what I mean? Like there's there's hella stories of him getting his chain snatching and getting it back because you know what I mean? Yeah. Now, hold on, let me get the charges for this. But that's just not fucking. Derek right. said, "Hus, let me get Kincaid in the 18." Then, bro, I just said that Kincaid is gonna be the reason why Gabe Davis is gonna be nothing. He's gonna have over a hundred targets over there. Kincaid is very expensive, man. He cost me a first rounder. He cost me a first rounder. Now his value going up. We're on the rise. On the rise. And Clock said, Thug Lords was my shit. He said, Oh, I set up a concert in 2004 with Yuck in Seattle. Nice. Nice. And Yuck said, Now I got to ask, uh, ask my cousin. I'm guessing he got it from Yuck Mouth because uh, we all stoners in my family. I like it. I like it. Got to ask him. We got to hear it. We got to hear it. Yo, yo, what up, Manny? What up, Manny? Come over to YouTube, bro. Fantasy Football Funk. That's our new YouTube channel. Go search Fantasy Football Funk. And it was way better changing that name because you type in Fantasy Football today, you're not finding us. You type in Fantasy Football Funk, now we just pop up. We want the funk. We got to have that Uh funk. Oh. See, Tito said, LOL. Now he's a top five tight end. Hey. If he's on my team and I'm trying to trade him away, he's definitely a top yeah, five tight end. It's funny because when I went to go grab this charger right now, I was just thinking, that's what we call planting the seed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, oh, oh. 
and then and I like I like Derek's approach too because Derek he thought it was slick to just well since you won't give me Deuce Vaughn just I'll take Kincaid like, well, <laughs> the guy who I drafted in the first round over there of the rookie draft come on like, listen man what you got for me so that's where we start start with the first round because see I think it, what it was I, I think Derek just didn't get that many uh, rookie picks is what it was so maybe he had like a real high one and then that was it i was loading up on right he was like the Bijan, bryce young or uh, richardson guy right i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure and for me that was crispy crispy went hella high twice and and for me i didn't want to go up and and pay for a guy like that i'd rather just stack up on those late first those early seconds grab a couple in there maybe even get a couple late seconds because uh that's what I mean. Bijan's he has to go so crazy for his value to rise. It's almost like his value can only go down at this I, point. I promise you, my Bijan teams might not be Bijan teams in the next week because <laughs> <laughs> I might flip that motherfucker if someone's going to give me the world. Uh oh, I like the world. Minnesota Marty in the house. And he said, "Let's fucking go, Miles Gaskin." <laughs> <laughs> that bitch, Carol Gaskin. Oh the Tiger King, The Tiger King's bitch is that. I'm telling you, you guys better watch out, all you Alexander Madison truthers. Oh man. Hey, hey, there we go. Manny jumped in there. He said, "I got you." That fantasy football funk. Subscribe. Let's get it. And I promise you. Carol, that bitch Carol Gaskin is not gonna be a thing. <laughs> you, and we need actually he might though, because Madison, though, he's not he's never really been a load carrier. Let's see how long it lasts before this, he gets- okay. Uh, uh let's go see what he actually got paid, okay? Because that, that does make something. If he got paid like three hundred thousand, like you know, that don't mean shit. He probably got a Rashad Penny deal. One year, one mil, something like that. Let's see. Yeah. Yeah, he got exactly <laughs> Rashad Penny money, 1.2 mil <laughs> for the year. But um they get that. Oh, where's my bell at? Oh, my, I my, mean, my bicycle. No, all, all serious. All, and Tino said that uh, Gaskin just reuniting with his coach. There we go. And really like okay, I didn't know that. It's never been Oh yeah, Brian Flores, I guess, even the um I mean Brian yeah. Flores, defensive guy. Still, and yeah, um, makes sense. And uh, Marco said Gaskin will be running out of gas real soon. Yeah, he might not even have any left in the tank. But is this bad for a Ty Chandler and uh, what whatever McBride? Like, you know, those guys who we thought one of them is going to be the backup, obviously. Well, but now yeah. does Gaskin become the backup because those guys suck? Well, they, I think with Gaskin there and the type of money he's getting paid and, and like – it, it, there might be it, the that Brian Flores there who was the head coach. Oh shit! Dolphins. McBride got cut. I didn't even notice that. I see. Boom! Look there at it. Go. There he goes. There yeah. you go. Wow. Ha ha. Mick married to what? Yeah. He, <laughs> he ain't married to the game, is he? And man, he said, "What about Chuba Hubbard? Think he's uh, good to hold on your bench in redraft? No way. If you have Sanders, yeah. And that's how, that's me saying this because." If you have Sanders, bro, he's already hurt. And Chuba behind that line last year, when when they got rid of CMC, Chuba informing it, no matter who it was, bro, they was going crazy. Like that, we should, I mean, we should be excited for that offensive line in the run game. But it, I mean, the one thing that sucks is, I mean, it, it actually won't be no different. They were stacking the box on, on whoever was a QB last year too, so. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah, and Joe said the Colts are hurting bad for sure. I think they just like doing it to themselves at this point. I mean, their their owner is a drug addict. <laughs> that explains a lot, right? Pretty yeah, simple. that's for sure. 
And uh, let's see, who is this? This is Davlin on Facebook. He said, going, uh, going to another ring. He said, who's better this season and next, ETN or Aaron Jones? I mean, from this season to the next, I, I'm going to put my money on ETN. Yeah. I think there's just going to be a better offense. Like, I think, like, like what was what was the average score for the Jacksonville Jaguars last year? I feel like you could put an extra touchdown on them. <coughs> you know what I mean? I still think Aaron Jones does better this year than ETN. But he, but the question is, like, from this I know. Year and, next, well, right? that's why I'm on the ETN for this year yeah. and next because oh. Aaron Jones is getting old. Yeah, he's the 28-year-old running back. Yeah. And maybe this to be the first year in his career that he's not at least second in, in receptions on that team. Like, this could happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. What up, Andrew on Facebook? He said, yeah, how do I pronounce his last name? The Kenny Nuangu? He said he has the juice, but I don't know if he gets the chance to show it or if he has the ability to use the juice to be successful. I've never heard of the dude. Yeah, I mean, right now, technically, he's the backup behind Madison. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The, N, uh, the he has NWO in his name or NWG or something like that. NWA, NWA. Okay, <laughs> you need to tell me he's a blank with attitude. Yeah, yeah. Let me you know see what? What? put some higher in my book. And uh, Shannon said, "Will Chase Brown be the number two in Cincy?" Eventually, yeah. Matter of fact. How about this? He's the number two right now. As in, if anything happens to Joe Mixon, it's Chase Brown. But the but the pass catching down role that Samaje P. Ryan had, they said that they're giving that to Chris Evans right now. Yeah. Yeah. So so that's a guy that like like they'll probably keep bubble wrap on Chase Brown. Cause like I said, if anything was to happen to Mixon and it because Chase Brown, he got three down capability. Still, he's a rookie probably learning this offense real slow. And I, I assumed he would just immediately take over that Samaji P Ryan role. Yeah. Cause you know, when it comes to like running backs, if you don't have a draft capital, like above, above like a third round or better draft capital, it's going to be rough for you. You know what I'm saying? So, but there is a path for him. That's why I like to chase Brown. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And Davlin said, thanks boys. I have ETN, but someone trying to get him for Jones, a first and a second. Okay. So okay, so there's that, but it's like, how bad is that team? That, like, what that help build, gonna look like? I mean, that helps build your future though as well. Like, I mean, because if you're, he said, who's better this year and beyond? I mean, it makes it different when you're getting a first and a second to add in as well. Yeah, because by all means, like, if that, I don't know what your team looks like, but by all means, if you need to rebuild or if you want to get assets for the future and still be able to compete like that Aaron Jones with the picks could be good but how shitty is that Aaron Jones team look what can you can you project what you think that where they're going to finish does that look like a playoff team because then you could be like okay maybe this is the back of the first round because otherwise and I wouldn't want to do that you know I, mean? Well, I mean we already know the overall schedule doesn't I mean no I'm training. talking about the person that 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 team that's trying to make oh, you trade. like how yeah, shitty yeah. is that team yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, where's that team gonna finish in that league? You know what I'm saying? To be able to yeah. project what that first and second round pick is gonna look like, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I'm assuming right now, without knowing too much about next year's class, it's about targeting Caleb Williams and or Marvin Harrison Jr. Right? So, and you're probably gonna need a top two pick. So that's just because we don't know about any of the guys anything else we, right now. Yeah. As, but, soon as, as soon as it gets more, yeah. I mean, we could get halfway through this season. We're gonna start hearing guys like Tino and like, oh, this is about to be, you know, first round. Next year, next year, such and such, or yeah. 
it always happens. We just don't pay attention to college, you know, so we just have no idea who it's uh, who it's going to be yet. But every year, I, I hear it every single year. This is the best draft class ever. Always. I, I love it when they say that because then that's how I, that's that's how I sell a lot of my picks off. Yeah. But you know they say it's about to be, and sometimes they even tell me, "Yeah, I like this, bro." Because next year's draft class is about to be the best. Yo, I know, right? Yeah, <laughs> I heard that too. <laughs> say it every year. And uh, let's see. I and like it though. It makes uh, me excited. So Davlin said the guy's a playoff team, but not much of a contender. Okay. Said so I'm content. Like- he said he's contending with the top team. <laughs> see, that's what's crazy is like if you're contending <laughs> and you can get someone who's like I think going to have similar production, and you build for the future. Like I mean, that's just, that's just a win-win. I I'd rather have ETN even this year. I just Aaron Jones. He's never played a full season. He's never, you know, even last year, I think he did he, but he was dinged up. Like, it's just, you know, and then all, not to mention that, like, like, okay, I always say Matt LaFleur is a Shanahan disciple, but one thing that he does significantly different is that he's more inside zone running versus like Shanahan and them. They like the outside zone scheme. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and Aaron Jones running in between tackles is not, you know, that's how he's been beat up over the years. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, we can't. If we're going to say injuries, it's not like we could take out Travis Etienne missing his whole first entire season. He started off the year like, hold my beer. I'm about to miss this whole (laughs) rookie year. Screw it. One Nation said, you guys see those NFL legacy title belts? Those are pretty dope, man. Those are pretty dope. And on my birthday is November 30th. <laughs> Many of y'all just want to surprise Bogey <laughs> with the fucking the, the, the Frisco strap. Those are pretty dope. And um, with the red leather. I bet Triple H is like hella pissed like about this because one of the things that Triple H would do is uh, at least he would be the one to present it, whether this was his idea or not. Who the fuck knows? But every single champion, NBA, NFL, um soccer whatever i don't even know what what um you know what uh leagues wow, or whatever get wrestling belts now well he w- he would create a championship belt and present it to that team so it's like they got whatever lombardi trophy but they yeah. got the wwf you know belt as well and then they fucked around and said now that Triple H is gone, <laughs> we're just gonna sell it. <laughs> team. That motherfucker was tripping blood. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what? Every team, when I read that, I was like, and then I looked at the price of them, I was like, oh, they're official. Yeah. It ain't no rinky dinkies. You know what I'm talking about? This motherfucker's the world title. Listen, if my Niners, if my Niners win when I'm buying a belt, I don't want to buy the belt and jinx them. <laughs> oh, man. nobody buy a niner belt unless it's for me on my birthday antonio said my birthday is also november 30th yes get him a jets to one. give me a jets one and he doesn't care if it j- jinxes them or not and tino said my birthday is also 11 30 and i promise yes, we're all not all clones get him a cowboys <laughs> one him a jets one <laughs> me a niner one there it is <laughs> Oh man, <laughs> and Andrew said, "I'm a, <laughs> and Dalvin said, "Don't jinx the Niners like that." <laughs> <laughs> right? I feel you. I feel you, Dalvin. Shout out to the guy. Oh man, Andrew said, "I'm a Rams fan. Screw you, Niners." <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, I don't even gotta say nothing to the Rams. They do it to themselves. You know what I mean? Yeah, our homie Will. Will he doesn't come around there. San Rams' house too much anymore. I Who's know, house? right? <laughs> Whose house? <laughs> hey, you know it's funny though because the Rams, bro, like. 
Hey, hey, I'm pretty sure every fan base would have loved that their team did that one time. Just fucking yeah. buy a chip. Yeah. Just buy yeah. a chip. Fucking, you know what I mean? Stafford, super underrated at that time. Just stayed healthy long enough to, to do what, you know what I mean? To have a team that can get them over a hump. You know, they trade for OBJ. It was just cheating that year. They brought in fucking Von Miller. What? Derek said, someone give an Eagles fan a belt right now. <laughs> Go jinx him. <laughs> <laughs> Bakes That's a lot funny. in the house. What up, Bakes? What up, Bakes? <laughs> that shit's funny. Bakes is like, no one no one get a Raiders belt for no one. <laughs> <laughs> and Davlin, he said, uh, wide receiver and running back class next year is much better than this year. He said, to be honest, Caleb and Drake uh, may are better than all the QBs this year. What's going to be crazy is if yeah, Caleb doesn't come out this year. If he I mean, if he doesn't declare, because he said he's still undeclared on if he's gonna go to the draft or not. Could he be like, "Hey, I'll stay. I want ten million. You know I mean, mean, that's what's crazy is if we stay for the regular season. Like I, in basketball, they make a joke about it. They're like, "Do you know how much Shaq made in L.A.?" And he was like, "I don't know, probably as much as he made in college." And <laughs> but like, man, especially now that. It, now that it's legal, I mean, these guys are getting hella paper. Arch Manning is a freshman right now, and he's getting paid more than, like, Joe Where's Burrow, than Trevor Lawrence, like, yeah. all types of these motherfuckers. Hold on, Archie's now, he's a freshman now? Where's he at? Let me see. He's, uh, he's at Tennessee, right? Oh, he's following, he's following Uncle, Man, uh, uh, Uncle Peyton's path. Yeah, let me know. Because you know that, because their grandpa's old Miss... And then so is Uncle. Oh, Uncle Texas. Eli. Oh, Texas. Oh, so he's carving his own path now. And uh, okay, so he had a signed card for Panini. That shit went for like 175 grand or some shit like that. It was like <laughs> his first signed card ever. That was and it's a one, a one of one. Let's see how yeah, much. One one. That motherfucker's going for that one. Wow. Let me see. Okay, it was auctioned out uh, a little higher than I said, a little bit higher. 102,000. See, but at the same time, though, that's like that's worth M's in a couple years. You know yeah. what I mean? And I wonder how much he got paid off of that as well. Cause he I'm sure he got a percentage of what it was auctioned for. He said, I want all of it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you guys two thousand dollars. What was it? 102? Yeah, I'll take a hundred. Let's see. Clock said how much Frank Gore Jr. making. Let's see. I mean, listen, I'm not going to lie to you. That that's Frank Gore Jr.'s does, it doesn't even exist. It's actually Frank Gore posing as a Frank Gore Jr. <laughs> uh, I think like 350, 350 thou. He's the black Benjamin Button. So he's not amongst uh, he's not amongst those millionaire uh, college players yet. I mean, he's a running back. Man, you get a I hope he didn't buy a phantom with that shit. I, <laughs> Frank will be like, uh, Frank, Frank Jr., I'm so disappointed in you. He's like, you could have got a tank for like 100 bands. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, see, it's so, crazy because um, Archie, 3.7 mil. He's getting more than Caleb is right now. Caleb's 3.2. Texas, though. Texas is a lot different than Cali. I mean, he's getting, he's getting a half a ticket less. And let's see. Marvin Harrison Jr., 1.6. Um, Drake May 1.3. I'll be mad as fuck if I know if I know how much a motherfucker if I'm a coach and I know how much he makes and I see him he comes through with a couple hundred thousand in jewelry. I'm like, what's wrong with you, kid? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
It's the kid. And you know what? How you can be mad at the kid too, right? Like, nah, I ain't had no money like this, bro. Yeah. Well, it's you different know? now. Like now that they're actually getting paid legally in they probably college. got some financial aids and fucking financial advisors and shit. Yeah, it's just different, you know. Like, um, yeah, because I forget who the, oh they were talking to Bryce Young and they were like, Well, how 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 are you gonna like how's this like how are you adjusting with the money? And he was like, Oh, yeah, well, you know, in college I was getting like I, I made over three million with my NIL deal, and so like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he had paper already coming in, so you know, they're already having to think about shit like that before they hit the league. It's different when you're only getting money under the table way back, you know. 90s early 2000s when you're only yeah. getting money under the table I mean, and you can't go crazy with it bro when Deion sanders and them like guys like that when they got to college they were already donkey roped up all the oh, shit yeah. they're making money off pop warner even in high school and like yeah. you know what i mean like yeah they're getting they paid forever <laughs> yeah hell yeah they're the underground shit you know what i mean yeah and seeing it's dope now that some of those guys like now those guys can be like feeders for the uh for what's called the portal or whatever and then they can get paid off of like you know the money they're, they're changing. Like yeah yeah exactly right i'm pretty sure that that long pretty much what you're doing right you're buying the likeness of a player for however long they're at your school well because like think about this too peace like out that, antonio that, and that uh peace out peace out birthday twin what was that um that 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 college ball game that everybody loved, bro. Yeah, you made he, you made Davlin lose his shit. He said it's actually Frank Gore. <laughs> <laughs> He's the immortal one, Frank the Tank. He's the Black Benjamin Button. <laughs> ten thousand there when he ran for ten thousand. Wow. That's, you, you know it's funny. You know what I love about going to games? Like we were season ticket holders too. Is like and during those times, like we were surrounded by other ticket holders so like if they didn't sell their tickets they were there right and you, exactly. said, you know what i'm saying like these motherfuckers were like family bro because you know what i'm saying you because you felt the joy and the pain together you know what i'm saying and yeah. like i had an incredible run i've only like in being a season ticket holder for seven years i had an incredible run i had only been to three losing games personally you know what i'm saying i just so happened to sell the right ones that they you know what i mean yeah and like and it was crazy too because the ones that the ones that I went losing, uh, it was when me and my man's would like I would it would be a game we split. Like I take my girl this one, he takes the girl the other one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it would be like, man, fuck our girls, bro. You know what I'm saying? Because me and him went to a game. I swear to God, we won, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we was there to send them off to Miami. You know what I'm saying? I, it was even in the conversation, bro. Let's go to Miami, bro. Yeah. And like, our, our, we couldn't get our permission slip signed, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but we felt like. You know what I mean? Had to go. Had to go. Had to go, bro. Everyone who's uh, everyone who's watching in the Dynasty Life Fantasy Football group, if you like the live stream, make sure you add me as a friend because you won't really get notifications. Um, I do try to tag everyone in these mornings. Hey, us on everything. <laughs> I do try to tag everyone in that group uh, for the morning shows because you know we're just doing Q and A in the morning. So, um, but yeah, add me as a friend, and then you'll always get the notification when we go live in the morning, and we go live multiple times a day, and then also. Go to YouTube if you're down with YouTube fantasy football funk and go subscribe over yeah. there. And we have we have the appeal in motion for the four the 420 fantasy t- channel, the big one. Yeah, yeah, we didn't get it. We gotta wait 90 days. Yeah, we gotta wait. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I like in motion better. <laughs> yeah, we didn't win the appeal. We got shot down in right away. motion. Okay. <laughs> 
So early October, that's what we're looking at to where things will get back to normal over there. But the uploads are still going and we appreciate you guys having all the notifications on so you can go um, you can go help the channel. Hit the like on all these um, videos. When I they might have threatened them. to kill them one too many times, didn't I? <laughs> and don't get thrown off if it says premiering and you think that, uh, you know, we're live. We're not ignoring you. It's just uh, <laughs> it looks like we're live over there, but it's really an uploaded replay. <laughs> Oh, you should let him. <laughs> no, it was funny because someone brought it up. Uh, with <laughs> um, it was, uh, it was ignoring me right it, now. It was Sebastian. He was like, Man, he's like, What I do? He's like, How come my comment isn't getting pulled up on the screen? That's how funny. Like, <laughs> looking at the chat, like, random comments. I know it's like, almost need to get something like this is a replay going across the bottom. This is a replay. <laughs> this is the paradox. <laughs> yeah, it's. It, I do like having the live chat on there because then I can go and we can live chat, you know, at the same time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Screw it. It was funny because I think we were like, like, we were like premiering on one joint and then we just, then we get on FNT. Yeah. yeah or <laughs> yeah, it was like the morning joint premiering and then we was on FNT live on the other joints. Yeah. Cause I want to try to have it like that where the premiere happens, you know, sometime before a show. And then I can always remind people go over to fantasy football funk. Hey, catch it live, you son bitches. I see. We got this is Taylor on Facebook. I just got an offer, Josh Jacobs, Debo, uh, plus a 24 first, plus Dalvin Cook. Um, okay, so what is this? So do you think I smash cool. in Dynasty? So what? Wait, I'm confused. Like, okay. what is the? It's Dalvin Cook and all. Oh, for the first wait. two, I'm assuming. For no, Jacob. okay. I think what it is is Josh Jacobs for Debo the first and Dalvin Cook. I think that's what it is. I don't know. I think I'd rather have Josh Jacobs right now. Like the deal just happened where he's like getting paid. He's going to be showing up for sure now. I mean, it's basically another one year contract, right? So they're yeah. going to run him into the ground. I mean, and it, it's just, it was, what's crazy about Jacobs is he's in that McDaniels offense, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like he's yeah. good for 50 balls and he's, and it's an offense that's going to, has Devonte Adams. They're going to be able to move the ball up and down the field. He's, he's going to get a lot of forward possession. Touchdown. Gonna flirt with 15 touchdowns yeah, again, the on the rock when they when they you get in. But, the, but with the, the run, the risk you run is how long does he last? Yeah. Right? It's dynasty, I'm assuming, right? That's just coming from the dynasty group. Yep. And I do like if, if you take Debo and what he did with, with the Brock, you pace him out, he's good for over hundred targets. So you know what I'm saying? Like in in, in one of the higher scoring offenses, and receivers tend to have a little more shelf life. Because then you're dealing with the, the the Jacobs headache next year. Like, okay, what am I going to do with Jacobs now? You know what I mean? We're, where is he going to sign? Is you know? Because the reason they do they gave Saquon and Jacobs this type of one year deal so they could tag them again and have the rights to them. Yeah. So this might be another headache again next year, and it's all going to be based on how Jacobs produces this year. You know what I'm saying? Whether or not the Raiders want to retain him or same with Dalvin Cook. Same, same with Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook's the next year he's gone, but that's why he's coming with those first rounds. You know yeah, one it's, one first rounder. Yeah, one first rounder. Oh, okay. <laughs> you yeah, have one first rounder still. Is, is Debo the first and Dalvin Cook for Jacobs? I kind of like that. I ain't gonna lie, but you know it just depends, man. What what's that team looking? There's too much context I need here. Yeah. In, in a vacuum, I would do this. In a vacuum, in, I'd I, in a vacuum, I'm hanging on to Jacobs. But yeah, mm-hmm. this I mean team. This has to be team specific on why you'd be doing this. Yeah. And what up, Chris? Chris, uh, he hopped over to YouTube. He said, what up, homies? 10-man PPR. 
I got Cup, Olave, Ridley as my main wide receivers. Should I try to trade for Garrett Wilson and send them Olave? I mean, if you can get Garrett Wilson for Olave straight up, I'd do that. But I don't usually like doing wide receiver for wide receiver, running back for running back. I mean, back. it's a tear up. In the words of Stevie B, that's called a tear up, right? Or, you know, we're in the words of Bogey. That's just getting top heavier. Like, I'd rather yeah. have. I'd rather have Garrett Wilson than Olave, but in order to get Garrett Wilson, since the view, since everyone views him uh, as as better over Olave, you're gonna have to throw on extra. So if I, I'm willing to do that, though, you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> I, I like I like tearing up. I'm, I, I play a dangerous game. I want to be top heavy as the motherfucker. Fuck depth. Let's go. Yeah, <laughs> and you got to find someone who likes Olave more than Garrett Wilson to actually make that happen. Like it would be literally like it'd have to be a yeah. Where he feels him. like he's not, he, it's not such a drop off for him. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you could even be like, hey, look at look at you could be like, hey, look at Devontae Adams and how he got peppered. You know what I mean? Or you could be like, hey, Aaron Rodgers might not be there for more than another season. You know what I mean? You know, there's yeah. different ways of selling points. Just you know, get your guy if you want. If you want your guy, you have the means to. Olave is a great starting point right there. You throw maybe one more piece on top, and you can probably get you a Garrett Wilson. Let's see. This is Vito, twelve team super flex PPR tight end premium. Bijan and Schultz for London, a late twenty four first. Charbonnet, Brian Robinson, and a twenty twenty four third. That's whack. Yeah, I don't like it. I'll take the Bijan side. Yeah. And because I don't really like London like that either. Like that that's not moving the needle. And like everybody else, like Charbonnet, he was someone people were getting in the uh in the late first this past year. Um there, there's hope for London, but I feel like the hope this year is that you just hope he, he stays getting a 25% target market share. So whether or not it's bad volume, it's volume nonetheless. But then the hope for him is moving forward that like they'll actually have a QB, like maybe trade for a Kyler or maybe they bring in a, a Kirk Cousins or like maybe they do just anything better, yeah. right? That's the outlook. That's too much of an outlook that I need to bank on. You know what I mean? I'd stay with the Bijan side. Derek said, got me and Crispy with that premiere. Hey, I hope I get you more with it, but make sure you show some love over there, guys. We appreciate it. And if you did not see, you know, the entirety of the show, it's going to be the the other show. You know, it's going to be the same thing that you can watch and catch it on replay. And also, if you can, if you're in there and you can like let people know you see someone pop in, because sometimes people will jump in, they'll watch for a couple minutes, they'll realize it's not live, and then they'll bounce. But if they know about the fantasy football funk channel, you know, they can start catching us uh, live again. I mean, you could, we should like pin it at the, at the top of every uh, premiere, huh? Yeah. And I've been, uh, I'm trying to mention, I'm just, we're going to remember to keep saying it at the top of every show as well. Go follow we me. want the funk. Got to have that funk. Yeah. We got to get all, if there any, any drop that has funk in it and it's a funky type of song, we need it. And we're going to start about to get funky. (laughs) We need all of them. We need all of them. Uh Oh, Edward Edward over on Facebook. What up? What up? He said, sad to say, uh, but a fun friend league. He said, 12 team redraft half PPR. Would you prefer Kadarius Tony or Elijah Moore in the late? Elijah Moore. Easy smash. Yeah. I don't want no part of Tony. <laughs> you know what sucks is that Tony had a little bit of steam going. Then he gets, he does Tony things. He's 5150. He's a danger to himself and others. Gets hurt again. And it was like required a surgery. Then now when he comes back, 
he's getting thrown in the mix with the, the MVSs and the fucking the 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 uh, uh whatever rice Rashid Rice and fucking Justin Ross and that's a rotation I don't want anything to do with. Maybe he leads that rotation eventually. I don't know. If I can get Elijah Moore, I'm that's what I'm doing. What up, C Dog? He said just got Taylor in the seventh round to hold him until week five. Thoughts? I mean, yeah, that's the lowest I've yeah. seen anybody get him. I got him in the fifth of a best ball, and uh, but it was before the news actually happened. And thing, uh, like, I feel like that was too like, high. Like Kamara goes around that range, right? Or a little, and sometimes even later, right? Later, because we later. all know he's missing three games, but he's coming back to the team, and he knows the system, all that. That's what I worry about with Taylor. Is first of all, Taylor might even actually have this injury, right? And and still not and because he had a surgery, so this is probably still rehabbing whatever that could have even been when was hindering the trade offers to begin with, right? Yeah. So now sure. and so him, now with, him getting paid as well. Yeah, he's never been in the training camp with the new in the new system because there's a new regime there. He's never uh, he's never even set foot on the field with the new QB. It's you know what I'm saying like it's just I've got there's more things I got to worry about with Taylor where it's like I the seventh round sounds nice, you know what I'm saying? It's just at least like. I, at least I hope I, I built my team where I could hold it down and be able to uh, mitigate that risk a little bit. You know what I mean? I put the I, I put my ranks up on Patreon. Go check it out, guys. I think you might have to click on like the shop. I'm not sure where it shows up now, but uh, I got Jonathan Taylor and Alvin Kamara back to back in the ranks at 26 and 27. I and got I think so might be undershooting um undershooting Kamara a little bit. I like I like the, the fact that Kamara is going to be like a, as fresh as daisies, at least I would assume, and he's going back to a, the same system with, under Carmichael, which is basically a Sean Payton disciple, and they're going to throw the ball at him a ton with Derek Carr, who likes to go short. You know what I mean? But let's uh, let's play the name game then, because that's what this okay. comes down to. So Alvin Kamara or Damian Pierce. I don't like this game, Pierce. <laughs> I'm going to have Kamara lower than 27. Watch this. <laughs> Kamara or Brees Hall? I'd say Kamara. Oh, okay. Maybe not. Then yeah. we'll see. Kamara or Tony Pollard? I mean, it's not that. It's just the thing is that I'm going to take Kamara over Brees Hall. I just, I just curve Brees well, Hall. Well, no, no, no. That's what we're saying. You're on the clock. Yeah. Whatever round this is is irrelevant, but you have the choice okay. of those two. Not mm-hmm. I'm going to wait and get this person later. I might have took Brees Hall then there. <laughs> it's the wiring. It's the okay. wiring. It's the way Alvin, I'm wired. Alvin Kamara or Tony okay. Pollard? Oh, man. Come on. Fuck Tony Pasta. But. Uh, <laughs> See, come on. Got to be real yeah. about it. I'll take Tony Pasta. Come on. Alvin Kamara or Miles Sanders? See, this is where I'll take Kamara. <laughs> I'll take Kamara, bro, because Sanders, like, he's already hurt, man. And he's gonna be running against. But not like, that you're gonna wait gonna... for him. Not that you're gonna wait to get him because Sanders goes higher than Kamara. Yeah. Okay. I just not have. I just not have Sanders, bro. Okay. Kamara or Pacheco? I'll take Pacheco. He's gonna be Kam- a better offense. Kamara, or James or... Cook. Mm, it's Kamara, bro, because okay. James Cook still has the the, the one okay. of the better rushing QBs, and like we need. What are we gonna get? Single Terry production out of him? That's not gonna be like a. We're like gonna keep going. We're gonna we're gonna keep going through this. So you, as of right now, you probably have him a little higher than twenty six. Uh, Kamara okay. or James Conner? Oh, Kamara, bro. James Conner's gonna be that. That team's gonna be so bad. They're abandoning the run. Kamara or Jameer Gibbs? And they're tanking, so they're not gonna abandon the run. I think they're doubling down on the run. <sighs> I, think I like that theory. The it's a bad line, though. Like yeah. they just literally just traded away one of their best linemen. Yeah. 
Gibbs or Kamara? Mm, Gibbs. Monty or Kamara? Monty. I like that. I think that you can start both of those guys. If you, It just sucks that you got to reach up to get Gibbs. All these guys that I'm saying, I have above Kamara. So okay. that, that's why I'm asking. So you picked uh, Kamara over Sanders and James Cook so far. And James Conner. And James so Conner. Over, over three. And then let's see. Uh, Kamara or B-Rob the Mob? Oh, come on. Give me the mob. <laughs> Kamara, Kamara or Gibson? I'd say Kamara. Kamara or Madison? Kamara. Kamara or Taylor? Kamara. Kamara or Javante? Kamara. Kamara or Cam Akers? Kamara. Kamara or J.K. Dobbins? J.K. Okay. Well, I'm lower on J.K. than you for sure because uh, he was he was number 30. Yeah, in my I, ranks. Like, I, just I like that J.K. Right. went through the whole give me money and the whole uh, uh, I'm on the pup still. Like I, I like that because it kept his value there. Because as soon as they got, as soon as he did get out there, they're throwing the ball at him like they said they wanted to and all that shit. And I like that. Like he's the the year removed from the ACL. This is when you want those guys to come out of value. So yeah. you still have Kamara like around 22 or 23 though. Um, yeah, I think Kamara's like 50 balls. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what is he normally, like 80 balls? Even last year, he was pacing that way. It was just like, it was just really bad last year because the QB play, you know what I mean? Derek yeah. Carr, is a, he's going to check it down. You know what I'm saying? It's the same offense, too. I, I like it. And then, and then, I mean, you got you really got to convince me Michael Thomas or something is going to, like, be a thing and take away from that the short game. or You know what I mean? Not, you know, it's going it's not, it's not, to take some convincing. Hey, hey, juggernaut in the house. What's <laughs> I'm telling you though, bro. Like Kamara's only missing three games, and who does he come back for? Green Bay. I can't remember who he has week four. Uh, Felipe said I'm on the clock. 16 man league, ninth pick. Should I take Bijan, CD, or Saquon? Probably picking Saquon. It's, right it's Saquon or CD for me. I take. I'm. I'm. I'm hella happy taking CD there. Marco said Deion Jackson or Zach Moss. <sighs> Deion Jackson. They said Zach Moss might be back for for week one as well. Yeah, but that but that means it's gonna be a big. It's gonna be a big combo of like all three of these guys. I don't think any one of them is gonna be worth rostering like that. I think Deion Jackson will be fine. I mean, like define like define what you mean by fine, like like fifteen total touches. Okay. You know what I mean? And in an offense that has a mobile QB, so there might be some rushing lanes that get open for him just naturally, right? Read option. Yeah. I mean, and he I, I think he's the lead guy. But then also, too, it's like this whole guy is the new regime's draft pick. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? There's that, right? I haven't looked up like what the build is, because then also it's like that could usually that's usually a tell. Like if he's like if Hull is like a 200 pound five eleven back, I'm like, you know, I think that makes him bigger than Deion Jackson. You know what I mean? Yeah, and then that's that's the type of uh, running back that they like in that in that system. You know, what I mean, this is a a, a Sirianni, this is a Nick Sirianni, Doug Peterson shit. Now Shane Steichen. Yeah, and uh, for anyone who was uh, who was listening, everyone that I had above Alexander Madison, that was I have, I have Alexander Madison at twenty five. And Kamara and Taylor right behind you. And also, I'll vouch for you that you're for everyone that's watching that that he's you're also not a Madison guy. You know what I mean? No, I've always been on that. Yeah, so. and like for me, like it's a, it's like Madison. He's like talented enough that like I could I could be like okay, he'll do decent with this workload. But it's a it's you also got to bank on him getting 
Like, I mean, what's his outlook? Maybe 1100 all purpose, 1200 all purpose. Cause like, I, I feel like he's going to get used, utilized in the passing game a good amount. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But, the, and, and it's not going to be, they're going to be a, like, they're not going to be like the craziest rushing team. I mean, look at the weaponry they have and it's Kevin O'Connell. He's a Kevin O'Connell's coming over from, from the Rams. You know what I'm saying? Who's that Rams homie? If he's still in the chat, he knows. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, the, this is a, the, that was the plan of attack. You know what I'm saying? You you look at the Rams run game since Todd Gurley, it's non-existent. They've been throwing that thing. Yeah. They took that. He, Kevin O'Connell took that same ideology to the Vikings, and they even drafted Addison to add to, to Jefferson and Hawkinson. And then and, 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 and crazy Ozzy Osbourne's son, KJ. Bakes, he said, take Bijan. What the fuck? Barkley over him is crazy. Barkley's gonna get more work than Bijan is in the in the pass game and the run game. I'm just gonna say that more touches are gonna come there because as much as everyone thinks that Bijan's gonna get 100 of the work, he's not. They're still gonna have Tyler Algier a little bit. Like Bijan's maybe like I think at most his ceiling is gonna be 70 percent of the rush work, and and then it's gonna be how much does he get mixed into the pass game is gonna be. I think I think what Bijan. The outlook for Bijan is safe in the sense that, I mean, it's 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 the coaching regime there. Arthur Smith, he's the guy responsible for the eighteen hundred yard Derrick Henry, the two thousand yard Derrick Henry. You know, he was responsible for a thousand yard Tyler Algier in like nine games. So it's like they're gonna want to run the ball, but but the one thing that Atlanta guys going is they run a shitload of, of plays on offense. See, yeah. the, Saquon and them, I mean, with the Giants, they're a little slower, clunkier offense. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but like that's not to say they might speed it up this year. You know what I mean? Because now they have some more weaponry with, with Darren Waller. But even when you say that, that's all they really added. I still think Saquon is is at minimum second leader in receptions on that team. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, he he just led that team in receptions as a running back. Yeah, so that's why I take Saquon there. And I think that Waller is going to get hurt like he always does. So I think that Saquon has a really good shot because oh, he's yeah. the only one that I feel can can get more receptions than him everyone else haji's great but he's he's probably gonna like six, but then and then there's hyatt and then there's yeah. wandale robinson and then there's fucking you know what i mean like the yeah. list goes on you know what i'm saying like yeah like what's the easiest thing to do throw it to saquon one yard away and just let him run <laughs> we've seen then, him go for a, th- a two thousand all-purpose yards like that's in the repertoire that's in his resume we don't know if Bijan is going to come out year one and can flirt with 2,000 all-purpose. I think Bijan's good for like 1,600 all-purpose. I think that's like – I think it's just – is the t- will the touchdowns be there? Like how good is the offense going to be? It is going to be a respectable – uh, a respectable defense, a respectable approach on defense because you have Pitts and London. You can't just always stack the box. But it's like, man, what if they figure out real early like Desmond Ritter really sucks, and they're like, all we have to do is stack the box all day. If we've already figured that out with limited tape on him, I'm sure everybody knows. <laughs> that's gonna, but see, hey, you know, Derek. I go back to the Derek Henry thing, like you know what I mean. And it, it wasn't just that Derek Henry was one of the baddest motherfuckers, but Arthur Smith as a play designer like they're run like it, they're they're incredible look at what they were able to do with tyler algier last year look what they're able to do the year before that with our man corduroy and patterson it, it is because they deploy multiple running backs so you can't really it, but this is the guy that super, does super all. Predictable, he's though. all he's everything that you would want a running back to do all in one so you don't need to take this guy off the field it makes you non-one dimensional you know what i mean like this guy it, 
You also don't want to kill him in year one. I mean, they're going to, you know why he's, he's a first, he's a top 10, he's a top seven pick. Right. And he's, and he's paid $24 million guaranteed. His contract has him at 13 million this year. They're running this motherfucker. To, they're gonna make sure they get their money's worth because they're gonna know early on where they whether they got a guy or not. You know, running backs don't last long as much. Look at Brees Hall. We already need Brees Hall to come back from an ACL. We already need Javante to come back from an ACL. Like young running backs, it's just what happens. Dalvin Cook, year one ACL. He wasn't Dalvin Cook that we knew and loved until what 2019. You know what I'm saying? That was short-lived. Todd Gurley, short-lived. Le'Veon Bell, not even in the league no more. I'm just saying, like, they're going to use this motherfucking kid. You know what I mean? They're uh, gonna I'm, not, I'm not saying they're not going to use him, but yeah, I think but I'm not taking Saquon over him. You got, you're you not taking Saquon over him. I mean, I mean, I'm sitting dyslexic. I'm not yeah. taking a, I mean, I'm not taking a, a, a him over Saquon. Yeah. Yeah. Because hey, he goes too, he's just too expensive. If someone, if it went in order, like someone went CMC, then Eckler and Saquon in some no particular order, right? Then I was there, like at that spot. I'd be like, yeah, I'll take Bijan there. I'll have fun. I took okay. Bijan in that you super know. flex, right? Where was I at? I was five overall. And on uh-huh. the swing around in the second round, I took Bijan there. Let, that was let's see if the Tino, only Bijan Bijan I've took. Let's see if Tino would be right about this. He said Bijan goes for 900 rush, 500 receiving, and 10 touchdowns. That's the top five RB. Let's go look at the top five RBs last year. Let's and let's see what maybe he's like that's like puts him at like R. I mean, because look at look at Stevenson. Yeah. Stevenson had what like six touchdowns. He was like RB eight. You know yeah, I mean? let's just let's just go. Let's go back to the numbers here. That's what we gotta do. So Eckler. Um let me see where the hell is I have I have Bijan at sixteen hundred so, yards. So Eckler had 900 and 705 touchdowns. I mean, he's the top guy. Okay. Um, 1,600. See. I mean, McCaffrey, I mean, shit, he had 1,100 and 750, you know. Um, and, and actually, am I bad? Eckler had five receiving touchdowns and 13 uh, rushing. So he had 18 total. Um, so, you know, that's double the – Nasty. He said. And McCaffrey, so 1140 – and 740 and then 13 touchdowns. They had passing touchdowns as well. So 14 touchdowns for CMC. <laughs> just he just threw one like, like, <laughs> like I'm the white LT tonight. Jacobs 1650 and 400, you know, meant to Matt and, and the 12 touchdowns. He's number three. So that's going over 2000 all purpose. Uh Derrick Henry, 1540 and 400 right there, and then mix in. He had a passing touchdown as well. What about my man, the chubby one. 14. What about- um, that's what I'm saying. Like, look, I mean, look at what we got here. I mean, Saquon, yeah. I mean, we already know we got out of him last year 1,310 touchdowns, 340, you know, as well. So over, you know, close to eight. What about the chubby one? Remember the chubby one? He had double digit tuggies. He's the next one 1525, 240. And then 13 tugs. See, like, I mean, 900 and 500 receiving yards, 10 touchdowns. That doesn't make and him a so top now, five. So now we're Stevenson, right? Because Stevenson, he made he's his right, way. He's right there. below. Right? He he's made right his below way there, right? With all the rece- but he got with all thousand, the receptions. Yeah. Thousand. Yeah. See, he, because he had more reception. Like, that's what got him yeah. even that high because exactly. only, only CMC. 69. <laughs> 69 grabs, bro. 69, dudes. Yeah, it was only um he had third most uh receptions 
behind Eckler and CMC. He had more. I mean, Saquon led his team in receptions with 57, and Stevenson had 12 more receptions than Saquon did. Yeah. That's what got him up there. So, like, he, I mean, the 500 receiving, if he throws down 75, you know, receptions in there, like, maybe, you know, he can get in there. If you give me a floor, or, or like if, if you give me an outlook for Bijan that he's like running back eight, but like he has, but he, but, but if you, but if you ask my personal opinion, I think he has the talent and he's in a situation to be a, like a top three finisher in fantasy. Like I'll take that. Like, you know what I'm saying? But you I'll literally have to buy him at number three. That's what, yeah, exactly. Like. That's the only problem. But if there's a Saquon there, I'm just too wired to not do, to not take the risk with the, um, with a uh, with a Bijan there because yeah. I've just been scorned too many times in the past with like the Clyde Edwards Hilaires of the world or the, the even guys that didn't go super high but they were just highly touted like like a like a a, a Bishop Zanke I'll take you all the way back or a fucking uh, or even even more recent fucking Keyshawn Johnson or not yeah. Keyshawn Johnson what's his name Carry On Johnson you know what I mean like we've had we've, we've encountered guys like this but see when you run into a talent like like Saquon, or you run into a talent like um, who uh, uh, like like Bijan, like this, like okay. When someone asks me, what do you, what, what what's the comparison like skill wise? I say it was Saquon. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. when Zeke came out, he Zeke was like, oh my god, this great Ohio running back. But like it was because he was running behind that that line, yeah, and, and he was drafted, you know, top, top ten. So you yeah. knew he was going to be a dog, right? You know, um, Leonard Fournette, he was a top ten guy, right? Uh, or a first round running back CMC, right? Those guys took a little while. And even for someone like a four net, like, you know what I mean? He was riddled with injuries early. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, like it, it doesn't always happen unless you're in this situation like Bijan was, or like how Pat Shermer was the guy that drafted Saquon. I was like, oh my God, this is the same guy that drafted Dalvin Cook. This is the same guy who had Trent Richardson in that one good year. This yeah. is the same, you know what I mean? And then we saw the 2,000-yard outing. Like, when there's the coaching there and the talent and the situation, these things, is fa- easy fantasy math to me. And it adds up for Bijan. It's just yeah. how expensive are you willing to take? Right. That's for sure. Yeah, because we ain't seen it yet. But it's projected there. It's there. And let's see. I mean, Arthur Smith, bro. Like he's one of the better architects and he's, he kind of stole a lot from Matt LaFleur too. You know what I mean? You know, a lot of time, a lot of times the predecessors will be like, this is what he did wrong. I'm going to, I'm going to take that, but I'm going to improve it on this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they, they were, they were one of the better running teams, bro. It's crazy. The last couple of years. Oh shit. We're almost done with the green bowl draft. We got one more pick, right? I mean, we had two more left when I saw it this morning. Yeah, it's on me right now. Oh, shit. I didn't even know it was on me. Nobody tagged me. I didn't see who it was on. I just woke up this morning. I was like, oh, it's still gone. Let's see. Yeah, where are we going to go with this last pick here? Hmm. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then 
Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Yeah, this one's a tough one. So we got a lot of, like, shit players. What did I do last I don't even remember, man. Uh, Deion Jackson. Oh, a stroke of brilliance. And you know what? It's funny because that's who I was. Well, not Deion Jackson, but I'm looking at Hull. Yeah, right he now. got to. <laughs> no, you know, I'm mad at myself. Oh, he's still right? here. He's still oh, here. is he? Oh, you better take that, motherfucker. Oh, that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, I'm mad that you got Hull. I got Deion Jackson for you. Yeah. All right. Yeah, because Hole will be a guy. He just does good in week one. We're flipping him. Who needs a running back? You know what's funny is um Ghost um, Monkey on for the last pick now. I hope he I hope they don't name Clayton Tune. I'm gonna be so hot. <laughs> <laughs> then he's gonna be he's gonna he's gonna feel like I can move forward. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Listen, Maybe. I got it. I got it for you. And let's see, who is this? This is Andrew on Facebook in the Dynasty uh, group. Said, loaded out running back with Bijan, Javante, Cook, and Herbert. Said, I need to cut one follow, uh, one of the following. Tank Bigsby, Jalen Warren, Juwan John- Man Johnson. He has pits at tight end. We like the insurance of Juana Man. I'm cutting Warren. I don't, I don't want him. I try to make a trade first. If you can, go to the, yeah, go to the Najee guy. But you better lock this down. You know what they're saying, right? And then let him go look it up. You know what I mean? Because there'd be there's like a there's like a uh, there's a large community out there that feels like Jalen Warren's gonna take this job eventually. I'm not on that side at all, but I'm just saying, like, you know what I mean? You yeah. can really spook that Najee guy. Juggernaut said, "How do you think Khalil Herbert will pan out? Got him in the eighth round. I was picked twelfth. Yeah, I mean, if you're getting him like that, I mean, will he will." Will he give? Will he live up to that draft capital? Like probably, but I think there's a school of thought that just thinks he's going to do way better than what he's actually going to do. So I think like I like Khalil Herbert. I like the idea of running backs with a mobile QB, but it's also like on the flip side of that, the mobile QB could take to could vulture a lot of shit, touchdowns and whatnot. But then I'm really just on, I'm I'm on Roshan Johnson. Like, I just I, like they had him out there on third downs with the team ones. That means something because he, he's better at pass pro already and he's bigger. And like if he and he can catch the ball, he has that in his, in his repertoire. So I feel like by the time we can get to even like in October, you'll see a lot more Roshan, bro. Like I'm just I'm I'm saying it. Yeah. Yeah. That, it was crazy. They had him out there with the team ones on third downs multiple times. You know what I'm saying? And the fact that he's bigger, he might they might start he might start vulturing some of those those, those uh goal lines. You know what I mean? You never know. Yeah. And weather fucking- gets cold in Chicago. So sleepers glitching in our uh in our IDP life where it's like showing uh taxi and like 
I mean, we didn't even have taxi squad spots. This isn't this isn't a dynasty league, but you know what's funny is um I don't know if you noticed that last year with all um because remember Steamboat was like in the auction league and he goes, Hey, we got that's cool, we got taxis. I go, word, and then we also had it in our in uh in uh one of the Debo things. And I think yeah, we had told you and then you removed it, but then it stayed in the auction league. Yeah, he was just like stashing fools away. He's like, This is tight. He's like, I never thought of that. Yeah, see, like, you know, not like it was like a thing we do, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, it's like definitely a glitch right now. Um, but yeah, just told Kid that you gotta clear that, uh, gotta clear that taxi squad. Can we get one? <laughs> no, you can take this two. And Tito said, This is why I hate sleeper over Yahoo. <laughs> He's yeah. just kidding. I use oh, both. Sudden, <laughs> he said, One sleeper league, and above, he's like, Listen, I got the I got a whole grasp on it. And one nation said, Did you hear how the Colts tried to get Waddle in return from Taylor? I um, mean, the I Colts mean, are stupid for that why, one. Yeah, why wouldn't they? But yeah, I mean, like, it's stupid for thinking that they'll give it up, is what I'm saying. Oh, why yeah, wouldn't they? Sure. Yes, I mean, shoot for the gusto, right? Yeah. And uh, what up, PJ? What up, PJ? Let's see. We got. I'm actually a CJ, and I was always called Siege. So I just <laughs> figured PJ would work, right? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what up, Mike Joseph? He said, Bench spot, who are you taking, Foreman, Jackson, or Hole? <sighs> Probably Foreman. Because I feel like you have to get Jackson and Hole because we don't know what's going to happen. So it's like you better guess right. I think I think the little dinosaur is activating. Oh, she might be going back to sleep. <laughs> I was just about to roll another one too. PA says that's why I'm fading Connor. Team's gonna put nine He's in going the box. Back sleep. Nice. Maybe I can squeeze one more point in. There we go. Team's gonna put nine in the box versus them. <laughs> It'll be bad volume, but it's gonna be volume. I mean, look at um no Connor. Oh yeah. I mean Look at James Robinson a couple years ago. <laughs> uh, don't do that. Because yeah, how they're they're obviously committed to tanking at this point. Like yeah, and like how do you tank? You keep running the ball like like it doesn't matter if you whatever deficit you got because they're just draining the clock too. You know what I mean? And yeah. that and when the Jags were tanking for Trevor Lawrence, that's what made James Robinson a top six, actually six overall on a PPR at the running back position back in 2020 because they were like, we're going to lose every game. They'd be down two scores. They were running the ball like they was winning. I'm just saying, like, we can't. I, I don't know. I just, I mean, good luck with that. Like, they're, you know what I mean? He's going to run into all these brick walls. You know what I mean? I mean, you say good luck with that. He's like an eighth eighth seventh eighth round guy you know you're getting I, like, you know i actually in the, in the idp life right i it, it was one of those shroom fucking madness moments in in, in that in the fucking uh in the man cave yeah, you over there in vegas because I, I at one point i said how the fuck do i have james Conner? yeah trade him man i mean I'm yeah, yeah. I'm real fast yeah he I'm does then i'm a bag I, real nice let's see who i got over there. a big fish Oh, okay. Maybe <laughs> wrong, wrong pond. Wrong pond. Right, yeah. 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 See, what about like Evan Ingram for James Conner? Straight nah, up. Nah. Oh, and the tight end. I got premium? Travis Kelsey. I got Travis Kelsey. Why would I do that? That doesn't matter. There you go. All of a sudden. Well, you don't have a tight end spot. It's. I mean, they yeah, would be. At the, they'd be in the flex in a tight end premium. Okay, it's like a receiver. 
It actually makes it makes it, it's actually you know what I'm saying it's actually just, it removes the, 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 the it removes the label right because Ty, Travis Kelsey in reality he's, he's a tight he's a receiver that's labeled a tight end yeah like I that. mean you got so you got James Cook over there and Evan Ingram's projected just as much as James Cook yeah, yeah I don't projected, projected just as much as projections projections he's projected just as much as Z, as Debo this, is this is some of the this is some of the more horrible negotiations I've ever heard. <laughs> There's no seeds being planted here. <laughs> yeah, start talking to me, receiver, because that's where I'm going. Yeah. Not Evan Ingram. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Someone will talk to me. There's a lot of James Conner. Oh, I know. People will. I, I just know you're going to yeah, watch. I'll Tyree even take Cook. both Jameses. I'll be like, ah, James Conner and James Cook. Who won them? <laughs> going big dogs. Give me, where's, the, where's the Higgins? Oh, I already got Higgins, huh? See, look got, at that. I'm already got, winning. Yeah, I got Dodson for you. There's someone who's uh, in similar uh, territory. I'm not mad at that. I'm not going to lie to you. That sounds like a start. <laughs> oh, I should be rolling something. She, back <laughs> she woke up, looked around, boom. <laughs> you know what, though? We're going to put a pin in that because we're going to. I mean, that draft is done, right? Yeah. Yeah, start shooting them. Start <laughs> shooting their offers. Let's dance. I like it to dance. Yeah, this is going to be wild. We got all the homies in that one, huh? Yeah, let's see. Dennis is in there. Mike Joseph. Guru. Zoo Crew. Kidda. Fakes a lot. Candlestick. Uh, Derek Big Tons. And then the only person who wasn't there. Is uh, Joe Buck yourself? He, he's in some dynasties. Oh, wait a sec. Oh, Candlestick, not in that one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, said, I, said, I said Candlestick. Oh, did you? Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. He was drafting from the, uh, he was drafting from the, when I went, when I would go up there to check on him, he's just chilling his feet up. He's like watching one thing, draft on the other side. I'm chilling. <laughs> I was like, okay. You know I, mean? I forgot too. For some people, it was like vacation too. You know what I mean? I'm just yeah. getting the hustle and bustle of work and kids. I'm just chilling, bro. Yeah, Candlestick has one of the highest uh, projected teams out the gate. You don't play. And uh, that guy, Ray J. Uh-oh, we were talking about Ray J. Now he showed up on the show, huh? Hey. He said, I don't, I don't understand how Bijan's stats are so high. <laughs> or projected stats, yeah. He said, we're talking about the Atlanta Falcons here. Let's pull, <laughs> let's pull it to reality, guys. I mean, I get that. You know, but they also have one of their fair uh, run run sketches, right? Outside of their division. Yeah, and one of the better lines. As yep, well. one of the better offensive lines. Um, you got Arthur Smith, the architect of a, a eighteen hundred yard Derrick Henry outing and a two thousand yard Derrick out Derrick Henry outing. You know, what I'm saying, and I like using Tyler Algier as an example because no one thinks he's fantastic in any kind of way. I did though last year. They don't and have the two of the wow. They don't you know have the. They don't have the projected stats, but on sleeper in our in this league, in our leagues, where it's a little bit, you know, premium scoring, he's projected for 24. I like it a lot. <laughs> Bakes a lot has him over there. We know he loves some uh he loves him some Bijan. He does me. He goes to the he goes to the deli, it's all mustard on a sandwich. He's like <laughs> But Jordan Love and Derek Carr are his uh <laughs> are his QBs. <laughs> I can't talk because I don't have I don't have the best QBs over here. I got Russ Wilson and Sam Howell and uh, and the Brock. Those are my three over there. I like that. I did draft from the twelve spot though, so it was uh, it was ugly at, at times. 
I got da- what do I got? I got Dak. I got Daiquiri. I got Golfel. And I think I got fucking uh uh McCorkle <laughs> Jones. Let's see. Yeah, I was taking, you know what I'm saying? Like the Sam the Sam Howells and stuff like that. I, I, I loved as my thirds, but I was like, every time Mac Jones was there, I was just like, okay, this might be a bad idea, but we're doing it. And Sleeper's got Josh Dobbs projected as the starter for week one. Obviously, it could change at the drop of a dime because we've heard yeah. no news on it, but got to make you feel good right now <laughs> to be able to try to. I, mean, I, I guess this isn't. Uh, I, 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 like, I need him. I need, And it's funny because like, Ghost is one of the dudes I got his line when we were out there because you know he was like, and this isn't, Ghost Monkey's not in this one. No, I know not. But I'm, I'm referring yeah. to the Ghost Monkey, the the, the Green Bowl. You though. have him in that one, right? And, yeah, and for those that don't know, this Green Bowl is this one is the muy or importante. You know, what I mean, this is the big bucks right here. This is the big six hundred dollar fucking custom belt on the line designed by the champion and you designed for you to come back to Vegas every year rocking said belt because it's yours for life and it's like a fucking fraternity that we're trying to get going and you know what I'm saying and and and, and our man Ghost Monkey you know say like you know I I exchanged lines with him when I met him there because he was like on some music shit too he's like bro I make beats and woo, woo. I'm like what you know what I mean and then when he dips out you know what I'm saying? Like, as soon as this thing started going on, right, I, I DM him. Hey, I forgot to lock your number in, bro. Text me. You know what I'm saying? Because, bro, I got quarterbacks for you. <laughs> I was like, let And then I'm like, fuck, I might have shot my load off too early. Because then he went to Clayton, like, later on in that, that round. I was like, son of a bitch, I shouldn't have said nothing yet. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't like, I mean, as soon as I grabbed Josh Dobbs, though, I messaged him. <laughs> like, I got him, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? After as soon as this draft is done. You know what I'm saying? You can't go in this green bowl with $600 buy-in, bro. And a motherfucking that only has Danny Dumbass. You know what I mean? So I'm like, Kyler Murray at minimum for four weeks. I got you. And ba- and Bakes, he said, so you're saying, Bogey, if you had the choice between Barkley and Bijan, you would take Barkley. Sounds like you like Bijan if he if he's at the same price. I like B. See, but here's the thing, though, is Saquon is is remarkably cheaper. Saquon, like in a single QB, 12 teamer falls off into like the one, two turnaround area. You know what I'm saying? Like Bijan, he's been going like mid first round, bro. You know what I'm saying? And it's I like, think they're both going. I, I think, uh, I, I think the ADP's changed a little bit. And I think they're both going like right back to back. And Saquon has been going higher than Bijan in some of these. Good. Smart people. It, but see, here's the thing though, man, Bijan's going to be, you're going to have more fun. <laughs> We're going to have way more fun with Bijan. Maybe. Potentially. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, if, as long as it's working. Tino said, what the fuck? Uh, my uh, my SUV just said I need to update it. How the fuck do I hook it up online? <laughs> I mean, you got to voice command that motherfucker, bro. What are, you, what are you pushing these days, Tino? Tino sound like he riding clean, bro. He's like, listen, I had to update my shit, man. <laughs> Jake said, half PPR, Barkley, Bijan, Chubb, or Kelsey. Kelsey, assuming there's a tight end spot. Yeah, I'll take Kelsey. Positional advantage, and then you might be able to swing around getting Nick Chubb. Nah, Nick Chubb's going in that, that one-two turnaround at minimum. I'd be forgetting single QB. I got to keep wiring myself because this is the time of year they all pop out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Shout yeah. out to all my single QBers out there. That's funny. There's a wonderful world of Superflex out there for you. <laughs> And uh, let's see, who is this? Taylor. Oh, he said, oh, never mind. It's about 
one of the previous questions. Song said Warren is a beast. He's all right. He's all right. Song's drinking a Kool-Aid. Tino says not uh it's not the Warren steals the job, but he steals snaps. Well, I mean, I mean does he go for does Najee go from 80 85% of the snaps to 75? I I'm okay with that. And then you you know what I'm saying? Cause it Najee like, still goes out of value where it's who like doesn't, you know, even CMC loses snaps to Elijah Mitchell. Like losing snaps is like not a thing. It's like how efficient are you? Like these guys are like very efficient. I mean, and, and like, I mean, also on the flip side that when the guys step in, in relief and they, they make noise a lot of times it's because you're the change of pace, you're fresh. You're, you know what I mean? Why does everyone like Tony Pollard so much? <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> right in the gut tree. Ooh, damn. Good thing I wasn't drinking a drink. I would have spit it everywhere. <laughs> oh, man. When Tino says um, Mitchell won't take as many snaps as Warren, I mean, shit. I, I bet you he will because uh, if the 49ers are winning, they're running it 40 times, and CMC's only yep. getting 20 of those. And you know what's so crazy when we when we run when we run that way too is like we beat fools. This is what happened last year, at least with CMC, when we were beating fools down so bad. And I don't care if people say, "Oh, it was bad defenses." Where we did it to the Buccaneers too, where we're running them so down, and then you send in Elijah Mitchell to clean up, and everyone's so gassed that he just gashes them for for a tug. And then people are like, "Yeah, look at Elijah Mitchell's stats, bro." Like, yo, you know he was going in there and just fucking gashing these gassed ass motherfuckers <laughs> it works i love it shout out to my niners bang bang <laughs> Let's do it. But, keep, keep it up keep it up guys but uh especially like as good as the steelers are i mean they i mean they've only mike tomlin's only had winning records with them so like yeah like is there gonna be a bunch of games where they'll be behind Maybe, but there's going to be a bunch of games where they're ahead as well, and there's going to be a bunch of games where they're within one score, and it's not really going to affect the way that they have to, like, abandon anything. Okay. How about this week one? CMC probably about to run all the way the fuck through that Steelers defense if they didn't improve at all against the run, right? Because they've been at the bottom of the barrel against the run the past few seasons straight. That's very un-Mike Tomlin-like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then, but then on the flip side, here's um, Najee. Like, maybe maybe we week one we get a little panic because Najee's going up against the Niners front, and then maybe Warren gets in the mix a little bit more than more more than people want. And there's, you're going to hear the, all the Warren people start yelling, oh, I told you, motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? I will hold on to Warren just for that, to be honest. <laughs> and just flip him. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then on the same time, I'm buying the Najis right away. Because people are going to be like, oh, it's, it's happening again like last year. Because those people that had Najee last year, most of them didn't make it to the playoffs. But if you made it to the playoffs with Najee, love Najee. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because he did it for us. I'm glad that everybody just remembers that he was hurt last year, and that's kind of all they remember. Yeah, and they remember the little Jalen Warren little flashes. Then, they, then, then you couple that with all the the, the Jalen Warren blurbs all off season. I mean, Jalen Warren wasn't even good enough to keep Najee off the field when he's only like sixty percent healthy. <laughs> that's a good point. Right up the gut tree. <laughs> and let me see. Hold on. Tino said that Zeke was top twenty last year. Let's see if he was. Yeah, he had he had he had um 13 tugs, right? 
and he had 11 rushing. He was not. He was not. No. Okay. He was RB 22 last year. So he was a top 24 guy. Yeah. You know, you better edit that. Better edit that. He said Tony Pasta and Zeke, the only RBs in the top 20 last season as well. Only RB duo. They're both they're top 24s. And 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 I'll give them that. Here's yeah. the thing is that it, Zeke got in there by way of the 13 tugs. And like, here's what's crazy for Tony P, how he's not a goal line back because they had 11 rush attempts for Zeke last year. He hit pay dirt eight times. You know what I'm saying? You know who had, uh, um, well, he had about half those attempts. Uh, a Tony Pasta and to the tune of zero rush atten- uh, rushing touchdowns. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I mean, Tony Pasta was a threat down there in the passing game, though. He had he had a couple greasy uh, 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 receiving tugs. You know what I mean? I mean, Zeke didn't have one game over twenty points. Like, I mean, that's, that's why Zeke did not have one game over twenty points. I think what's annoying about that all is like t- is all the touchdown like that. that like for all the game. Zeke truthers last year. That were that were still like still holding on. They're like, well, you know, if 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 you put it all together, that's a Zeke year. Like, yeah, well, it's not all it's not all Zeke anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and like, I think people be are holding on to that. They're like, it's gonna be all Tony Pasta. I'm like, okay, maybe it is. How long will that last? I think what we should want, if you're a Tony Pasta truther, with the likes of uh, Mike McCarthy calling the plays, you're looking for like a Aaron Jones outing. Zeke had 230 attempts last year. Like. Tony Pasta had like 190 something. Even if he rate like I don't even think he raises by a hundred. There's gonna be someone else taking a lot of these carries as well. You know, when you think about uh the 190, like anything less than 200, and then fantasy guys that were relevant at the running back position, that's like Alvin Kamara because like Alvin Kamara had to do it all through the passing game, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like if we're gonna like okay, I think we can see like 225. Rush attempts, and you know what I and you know what I think. I think that I I think he gets that Zeke load on the ground. Will it last? I don't know. The line is it good? Fuck no. I mean, he only had fifty five targets last year. How many does Zeke get? Uh, twenty three. So I mean, he had way more than Zeke, but and and because you know, and and and, is he going to get one hundred actually? Is he going to get 100% of like all that work? Like, I mean, and then I would say we, we looked at everyone, everyone said Deuce is going to be in there on passing down. So, like, but that was the thing. Though, we that. looked this up. I remember looking this up now with you because we're looking up the difference with, for, for Austin Eckler because he goes from Joe Lombardi to now Kellen Moore, right? Yeah. And see, I'm more confident in Austin Eckler getting less than 100 targets, but he gets all of it versus like now you have Mike McCarthy. And Roddy Schottenheimer, you know what I'm saying? And it's going to be Mike McCarthy calling the plays. You know what I'm saying? Schottenheimer, he is a stickler for throwing the, uh, throwing at the running back. You know, this goes back to his time in Seattle, you know, with Chris Carson. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, like you know, we should expect like four or five targets a game for a Tony Pasta. What is that What is that pro rate out to? Baby? Maybe like, even if we give him six, which is, I'm not even going to give him that. Give him five targets a game. You know what I'm saying? He plays a full 17. I mean, that'd be a lot more. I mean, that that'd be... That'd be a lot be 85 more. targets. I mean, that would be both him and Zeke's past work from last year. Yeah, right? So, but there is going to be some type of split, though. You know what I mean? Because even, like, even when you go back to what Mike McCarthy's done in his, in his history, where he had Aaron Jones and, and, um, and Jamal Williams, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was mad situational. You know what I'm saying? Jamal Williams was straight-up two-minute drill guy. 
he'll come in and within those times he might get four or five targets in a drive. You know what I'm saying? Like this, this used to happen. And then like their fantasy outings, if none of them got a touchdown, it would be kind of, it would be kind of even kill. And that was yeah. early on until Aaron Jones really pulled away. Cause Jamal Williams used to get hurt and be crying and shit. You know what I mean, Tino said he's going to get more than he had before. I mean, he has to, right? On the on the ground, at least. Like, I mean, there's no way he's the yeah, lead what, back. 225? I, that's what I'm giving him. Yeah. That's still not even that much of an increase. I think because you got to remember, I'm of the mindset that they're going to be a, a high-flying offense. They're going to take it to the air a lot more. That'd be like a 16% increase. Like, what does he really have to increase? I don't know, 10%. Well, no, I mean, I'm saying, like, I mean, I, I feel like that's oh, I mean, like what's more realistic because no, mean, no, I mean, that that is that, that seems realistic. I mean, you're getting rid of over 200 carries just from Zeke, yeah. so I mean, you better be able to mix in an extra 30 more, but he should be able. I mean, if he's really the guy, like everybody is saying he is, like, he's got to be flirting with 300, 300 total touches. Well, David, no, David no. Montgomery gets 300 total touches in his heyday with Chicago. No, you know what I mean? No, no, no. Feel me on this. Cause like everyone's saying there's nobody over there, right? Nobody's going to like compete with the touches. How does he not go over 300? I don't think he can last for it, but like, I was about to say, he just got to last for it. Yeah. Who wants to bet he won't last? <laughs> I'll put money on this. I have zero Tony pasta. I've got him in two spots. I just saw in the IDP life. That was one of the ones where I got him because I got him in like the sixth round. For real? Yeah. <laughs> in the IDP life. Yeah. With guys like Derek in it. Yeah. For shame. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I would have I would have totally took him and not a James Conner on accident. <laughs> I swear. I was like, who the fuck James James Conner? That's me. Yeah, see, here it goes. I went Tyreek, Nick Chubb, uh, Dangerous, Ridley, Aaron Jones, then Pollard, then Purdy, Howell, and Dotson. What did and I Gibson, do? That's my top 10. What was the madness of Bogart in this draft? Kelsey, Dak, Dakota, Goffle, Higgins, Walker, Debo, Connor, Madison, Cook. Oh, it just went all downhill, huh? McCorkle. <laughs> it was like as the shrooms kicked in more and more. I was so fucking torn. How, how do you get all these guys that you say that you hate, and then but on the shrooms you're getting, you're pulling them it up? It just happened that way. <laughs> <laughs> in the league that matters. Well, this isn't the six hundred dollar league. No, it still matters though. That's it matters for sure. It's, it's a fifty-five. It's, it's some of the sharper minds, and there's money <laughs> online, so you know, a lot of hitters in this one. Yep. Yeah, I was surprised. I couldn't even pass on him, at, uh, but I should have. Now that I'm looking at it, I should have picked Pierce, and uh, but Pierce was still there, and I took Pollard over Pierce. And I definitely should have took like a goddamn receiver somewhere else. Like I have zero receivers. Do I do I have like Romeo Dobbs somewhere? Um, I mean, you say you have zero receivers. You picked Higgins in the fourth and Debo in the sixth. I mean, that's yeah, still, you know, I mean, because I, you know, what's crazy? I definitely get carried away if I only have to do two, and I just kind of let the the draft build the way. <laughs> yeah, you have dubs, and that's it. So you only have three wide receivers over here. <laughs> and watch, I'm gonna have four by the end of the day. You got N'Kobe Dean in the eleventh, though. I mean, let's man, fucking you go. lock him in. Bogey things. <laughs> I got I got Wagner in the eleventh. I felt good yeah, about yeah. it. And that's you doing, and that's through doing hustle things. You know I mean? <laughs> like, listen, I'll take a guaranteed hundred solos. You can go have fun taking the risk. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm gonna have and, more fun. 
<laughs> and uh, Marco said, McCorkle Jones. He said, damn, he must have had a very hard time in school, right? <laughs> Until one day says uh, one of them cool teachers, like he had like a cool black teacher, like, hey, yo, Mac. And he's like, that's me. It's like, what? Who? Every, every year now, he's like, uh, McCorkle Jones. I go by Mac. <laughs> Big Mac. Oh, man. You know and Mike Joseph said, should I trade Hollywood now? I mean, I don't. I don't know if you were going to want you James Conner like, for him. <laughs> See, I don't even know if Hollywood would warrant that much of a trade when it was Colt McCoy, let alone now. So, I mean, it just depends on who Pepper. you're trading him for. Can you say Hollywood Pepper Brown? <laughs> I mean, because that's what I expect, some good Pepper action. And that's like he immediately has zero rapport with these new guys, right? And then, like, maybe that, that you know, watch Clayton comes through. He's just targeting the fuck out of Mike Hell. Williams, what's his name? Michael Williams. Michael, yeah. Michael. Bake said I stole Will McDonald in the second to last round, 15th overall pick. That dude's a beast. Yeah, he's uh he's gonna kill it on the Jets. I wonder how much he's gonna mix into their rotation like right away, but their D-line is disgusting. Like it is mm. nasty. Yeah, I hope it doesn't hurt my linebackers there in fantasy. I mean, all it's gonna all it's gonna do is make uh, make these teams start getting dump offs, you know, and who tackles? Yeah, that that's true. Dump offs. My man Quincy and my man Mosley, <laughs> Mosley and Quincy, they yeah. got their own show. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, it's crazy because I was listening to uh, the Pivot is one of those shows that I listen to. That's Ryan Clark and uh, yep. um, Fred and Fred Taylor and who the fuck's the other guy? Ch- uh, uh, Tatum. Tatum, yep. I can't, yeah, and uh, Channing, yeah, mm-hmm. and um, not Tatum, but Channing, yeah. and then um, yeah, they, they had Qu- um, they had Quinnen on there, and they were just okay. talking to him. It's crazy because now, because I don't really watch too much college, but now it all makes sense why he kind of flopped in the grand scheme of things in the beginning for fantasy. And it's because he only started 15 games when he was at Alabama. So it was like those first couple of years were such a huge learning curve for him yeah. where he was good for real yeah, life. Like really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he yeah. was uh, now he's, I mean, shit, he, he I really think that he's going to finish top five uh, this year in the DL he, spot. He did already, right? For fantasy purposes. But yeah, but you're talking about for reality. Oh I no mean, no no! I don't think he fin- he didn't finish top five. Yeah, he top and, five? I thought he was five. I don't think so. Let's go okay, double check. I'm, I'm wrong about that. I might have just been I might have just been projecting him to finish five this year. I guess. Let's go double check that. I've been taking him top five. <laughs> yeah, because I uh, Crosby, Nick Bosa, Parsons, Garrett, Judon, Reddick, okay, uh, Jones, Tysmith. That's yeah, right. You know I forgot because the linebacker cheat codes too are in there. Yeah, yeah. So he's down. If, if we're including all the linebacker cheat codes, he's mm. let me see: five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. Oh, that's what he finished last year. Samson, <laughs> I was way off. <laughs> but uh, it was funny how they were uh, <laughs> They were clowning him because they watched Hard Knocks, obviously. And like the first episode of Hard Knocks, he was like, man, I got 10 sacks today, boy. He was like, man, they cannot stop me. And Aaron Rodgers is laughing. He was like, 10 sacks, huh? And he was like, hell yeah. He's like, you mic'd up? And he was like, yeah. He's like, look, they record me right there. He's like, 10 sacks, boy. And then, <laughs> and then he goes and he gets another sack. And Aaron Rodgers, they showed him 11 sacks. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love Sagittarius Rogers, man. 
He's finally, finally showing his colors. He's mad but, at uh, I think uh, for anyone who hasn't drafted IDP, though, especially because of this hard knocks bump, like he, because he, he does look unstoppable out there. Like legit looks unstoppable. I mean, the, you know, I'm not going to lie. In 15 games coming out of college, they're comparing him to Aaron Donald. You know what I mean? They're like, yeah, next Aaron Donald. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's high praise. And, and like, what's crazy is that here's Rob Sala, who's real in uh, him and Lynch. They were, they were involved heavily in, in, in that draft process because it was, it was between Quinn and Williams and Nick Bosa and right. Nick Bosa having like the injury history and all this, you know what I mean? Even the fucking family injury history, even, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it was like, there was all these question marks, but it was like, okay, well, I guess we'll just stay with Armstead and we're going to get with the phenomenal pass rusher. But it's like, and then now here's Sala. He a couple years later, he gets with Quinnen. You know what I'm saying? And like, nasty, bro. That you line is na- that line's nasty. It's funny because Robert Sala is like, oh yeah, the D line, that's our baby right there. Like that, that's the thing they're putting a lot of tender loving care into. It's the thing of beauty right there. High draft capital, like all around that fucking line, and like mm-hmm. the schemes that he's got everyone doing over there. Like it's nasty. Yeah, Jermaine Johnson about to be nasty. Man, they I want to see him pop. And what's crazy too is like uh, um uh what what Salah never did with the Niners is like we, we just put so much emphasis on our front seven that like our our secondary didn't have to be lights? yeah, like our DBs didn't have to be super shut down or right? Yeah, because they're gonna get a lot of disrupted balls their way and a lot of you know what I'm saying. But at the same token, now Salah's over here, take sauce gardener. Yeah, like that. Yeah. He's like, I'm just gonna shut down the whole side on top of like destroying everything up front. Yeah, like it's this is insane. You know what I mean? Yeah, if anything, the safeties are like the weakest part of, uh, and they're not, and they're they're pretty damn solid I for mean, like yeah. the weakest part of. That. I love Jordan Whitehead. Yeah, and fucking <laughs> who else do they got over there? No, oh, they don't got Marcus May anymore. <laughs> they got some young dudes there too. But I, and then who's their other corner? Reed. Um. Let me go see. Because he's 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 kind of nasty too. It's uh yeah, DJ Reed. DJ Reed. Reed. Oh yeah, yeah, and I forgot they got Adrian Amos. Oh, that's who they brought over. They brought over Amos. Yeah, Yeah. and then yeah, Jordan Whitehead, he's gonna be that guy (laughs) out there. And Jordan Whitehead's balling, man. (laughs) You know what I mean? I mean, the only you know, the only reason Tampa Bay is gonna have to pay what's his face? Uh, Antoine, you know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, Jake, he said, we got multiple Jakes in the house. Hey. He said, JSN already catching balls. Pause. And he said, after that wrist surgery, beast. I yeah, mean, I mean, they, 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 said he, handed. they said he could be out there for week one. They just said it was always in question. He's questionable. So Okay, I'm going to say this now. If he plays week one, he's probably like a 20% snap guy. Mm-hmm. We probably don't start him. And if we're wrong, because he catches one big bomb and, and, and he puts up a decent outing, you know, I'm, I'm okay with that because you got to watch those snap counts with those rookie receivers, especially one who missed like, you know, a vast majority of uh, the, the preseason and just stuff that's, vi- that's, that's vital for a young receiver's development. I'll take you back to Justin Jefferson. He didn't start – his first two weeks of that year was like 25 30% snap count. And then they were like, okay, this kid – you know what I mean? And he started jumping up to 50 and 60. And then he was an 80% guy by the time, you know what I'm saying, we're halfway through the year. You know what I'm saying? I got some cool stats that I just found here. And it's nice. about the player, the player personnel uh, groupings. 
and uh let's see let's see where the uh where the Seahawks were with at least three wide receivers set yeah they were it was them and Baltimore correct or no Cleveland them in Cleveland ran the most three tight end sets or you're looking at wides yeah my bad uh no that can't be it let's see probably here no actually i don't even know how this shit works out because it is not oh wait 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 this is the three wide receiver set okay 67 percent of the time yeah they were running three wide receivers and a tight end that's you know what's crazy too, because that's is that not reminiscent of like the the 2017, 2018, um uh even even 2019 uh Rams. You know what I'm saying? Because that's yeah. where Shane Waldron came from, you know what I mean? Yeah. And you know what I'm saying, and like you know they're definitely uh, one of the highest. I mean, Buffalo's up there, Cincy's over 70, over 70 percent, Pittsburgh's over 70 percent, Allen Robinson. Um, Washington's over 70%. Tampa Bay at a smooth 69%. 69, dudes. And then it was like Seattle, Jacksonville. And then, that, yeah, those are where, like the top that everyone that I just mentioned. Seattle, where was Seattle in relation to like rush attempts last year? Like, where were they at in like total rushing? Because then, because like they could run a ton of three wides. It's like, how many times are they running out of that set, though? You know what I mean? Uh, hold on, hold on. Because they are like, I, I when I still think of them, I still think. I mean, and they were in a lot of passing situations because they were down in a lot of games too. Seattle, you know what I mean? Like forty percent, forty percent. Okay, so wow, so they, they were at pretty much. At, let, let's just call it 41, 41 to fifty nine rush to pass. Wow, they're passing more, and then that was definitely because of the the, the point deficits they were. Well, in. everybody is though. Like, like, let's not forget that there's literally only. Um, that is true. I literally didn't, I, I forgot in the grand scheme of things. It's just yeah. so hard because it's like, wow, Pete Carroll really is running that Rams offense over there for the last couple of years. Because <sighs> let's see, because we did the five year. We we were talking about the five year a lot, but let's see, the only teams that ran, let's say at least fifty percent or more. How about that? So the Ravens right at 50. Um, the Falcons were at 55. Yeah. Bears yeah, were at worried 50. about Bijan. Bears were at 56. And that's it. Those are the only three teams that rushed. More and David Montgomery, I was just saying earlier, he was a guy, he used to get 300 touches. You mean? Yeah. So, okay. Yeah, these are, these are, this is actually, this is actually, I'm glad why I'm getting Ken Walker where I had him at a value because. He shouldn't, even though he finished in the top 10, he shouldn't be drafted as such. And I'm glad he's not looking at these numbers. Yeah. Yeah. And it's crazy because everyone who was like, who's super like excited about Rashad White. I mean, I don't think there's anybody who rushes less than Tampa Bay in the league. 33% last year. They were just throwing it like crazy. All short stuff. I'm not a Rashad White guy. But I could make a case that Baker does have a 20% target market share to the running back in his career stats. You know what I mean? So, and when you mix that with a bad offensive line, I'm sure he's going to fall into like 50 balls. So drafting him where he's at. And that's actually maybe like a little overshooting. It maybe falls into like 35 balls. You know what I mean? And so drafting him where we're getting him, it's actually decent. 
And this is why you want to get signed up uh, to Patreon. Go over there one-on-one FF advice or 420crew.org. These are the type of things that you will find over there. And I'm gonna re I'm gonna re-upload them because I'm sure that they got kind of lost in the shuffle over the old uh, over all the posts that go in there. So I'll go repost all these there. But these are all like good type of uh, good stats and things that you need to remember like right now going into your draft. All right, I got close. I got so many things pulled up. I got close here. Yeah, and we did five year averages like on this as well, and uh, it's wild. It's the Ravens. The Ravens and the Titans, man, those are the only two teams that have rushed the ball more than they've uh, passed it over the last five years. Hella consistent out of those guys. And uh, Joe said they had Tom Brady, though. Well, it wasn't just about Tom Brady. It was about them having a banged-up line, them not having, uh, which which they have this year, and they lost pieces. Them, Yeah, they lost their center, all pro, dead. They didn't have them all year last year, too, for, for context, if you want to know what it looked like. You know what I mean? And, like, they were already bad. They were already bad. I mean, this goes back to, like, the Jameis Winston days. I mean, you can't even say a running back that was, like, eating. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, in Tampa. Yeah. Yeah, they've always been, like, a throwing team. And Let's probably see. not even by design, just because they just couldn't run the ball. I mean, Leonard Fournette, he did well in fantasy to let those those years with, with, with Brady because it was, he, he just had a floor of like six, seven receptions every week. It was crazy. Yeah. It was six, seven targets at least, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because, yeah, he was always hovering around like, what, 69 grabs, 70 grabs. 69, dudes! Yeah, so, they're, you know, but... And then, like you know, like because the James Cook and the Rashad White, they started getting a lot of a lot of steam, right? And, and late, uh-huh. late, in, late in this off season, yeah. I'm like, I'm still weary of those guys in particular, even like the James Cook, just that crop of running backs right there, because it's like, 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 like for like maybe for James Cook, I have the outlook that I um, I just I I need like single Terry numbers, and then we're okay with it because yeah. single Terry actually balled. I mean, but he was RB two. You know, we give me that for James Cook because I I expect I expect rushing tugs and all that shit to come from from Josh Allen. I need that. Don't take that away from us. And fuck Damian Harris too. <laughs> <laughs> and fuck carrots. <laughs> Let's see. We got uh, so we got a couple leagues that we're still filling, guys. If you want to get into the leagues with the crew. Now is the time. So let's see. The leagues that we're filling right now, three QB leagues. There's a couple spots left. I think we're going to be drafting that on Tuesday at about uh, 3 p.m. West Coast time. We got Vampire Leagues. One's going to be drafting this Saturday at 8 a.m. West Coast time. Um, We got uh, the auction with offense only. I'm not sure when that one's going to be drafted. We need uh, we need six more peeps to join that one. That one's a fit. All of them are 55 entry. And then uh, we still got spots in the notorious Debo snatch your chain league. We got two spots left in the, the Debo with IDP. We got. Four spots left in the Debo. That's offense only. You do not want to miss these. These drafts 
well, the drafts are super fun, but the leagues are just insane. Like if you happen to play Justin Jefferson on the very first week of the season and you somehow win, you can snatch Justin Jefferson and get him on your you squad. Somehow lose, you mean? Well, oh, you play if you play against him. Yeah, that's what yeah. I mean. If you're playing against yeah, Justin, bad. Jefferson. I'm, I'm, I confuse myself. Yeah, and if you have Justin Jefferson, you better not lose in the first week because <laughs> he's getting snatched right away. Um, but yeah, you, you guys want to get in, just make sure hit me up on Twitter at FFHustler420, Instagram at FFHustler420. 420 um find me on facebook at ff hustler 420 it's all the same everywhere and marco said any more best ball leagues we're doing one more uh we got mortal combat um is the uh, is the final division yeah i'm, I'm, I'm in there right yep yep okay, you uh, so you could be up to a smooth 14 yeah, on there nice, nice and, fucking, uh, close it out strong yeah and this is going to be uh, Division 70, 74. Division 74. And we said it from the beginning. If we shoot for 100 and we fall to like 75 or something like that, uh, we're good. As long as we pass 69. 69, dude. And we did that. And Tino said Mortal Kombat. That's your shit, Tino? <laughs> Mortal Kombat's fucking awesome. All right. Let's see. Yeah, I was so fucked up. I was, it was made me mad that Mortal Kombat machine, like the one of the joysticks, was like kind of like Bootsy. Yeah, ah, can't even go to war properly. <laughs> you know? Yeah, see, out of all the video games that we had there, really, there wasn't, uh, there wasn't well, much. I mean, it, was all, it was all the video games that that uh, Peacock brought, really. Well, I mean, we had, we were playing the '64 like downstairs. Oh, was, yeah, that's like, right. Yeah, yeah. Saturday night we were doing. Uh, I mean, shit. We had. I mean, we did a lot of Mario Kart races. Um, golden Eye action going. We we had some Golden Eye action going, and uh, man, that was the longest ten minute match like ever, because <laughs> everyone's hellish rooming. <laughs> that it was the longest shit ever. Ten minutes just seemed like it went for an hour. <laughs> And me and Stevie B tied, and we we were like running, running back. I was like, "No, it was way too long." (laughs) (laughs) A lot going on. I'm just watching. I'm like, "This is crazy." And uh, hey, hey, what up, PB and Waivers? What up, PB? And uh, Marco said, "Was distracted. Is there a spot left in Mortal Kombat?" Yes, there is, and uh, it's going to be next week. We've pretty much been doing them on Monday or Tuesday, so I know Monday is going to be a little bit different because of Labor Day. So we might. Um, we might just make that a Tuesday and start at like five o'clock, like we've always been. And, um, that'd be kind of the last, that'd be the last best ball of, uh, of the year. It's kind of sad, huh? Man, we had, we did a lot of drafting for this best ball. It was a lot of fun. And I think that's why a lot of people aren't, uh, <laughs> they're not jumping like crazy for all the redraft leagues that we're doing like they did last year. Cause, uh, the best ball, you got no management. Like, that's the coolest thing. You get to draft, and then it's just going to play itself out. And thousands of dollars on the line. Goddamn right. <laughs> Goddamn right. <laughs> it was funny. Bakes said I was whooping my girl's ass in Mortal Kombat. He said, LOL. Not going to mention the joystick glitching. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think, it, it, yeah, I forget which side it was. It, 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 depending on what side you're about to whoop that ass. <laughs> All right. So Marco said he's in and Bakes says he's in. Let's get it. Nice. All right. We're all going to war. Last one. Got to send troops out to war. The best ball war. Because we are looking for the best of the good old days. The bad days. (laughs) I like it, PJ. He said, Hellas Truman is a nice fantasy team name. (laughs) Hell yeah. That's like all my teams. I've, I don't, I've never, I don't think I've ever done drafts like I did. uh, And there was only one, I guess, going on at the time. Just Hellas Truman. Like, um, that was awesome. I feel like I put a really good team together. And, uh, yeah, I don't know what would have happened if we would have kept going down that rabbit hole, though. Cause I was See, I was hoping. I, I, I felt like I, I, I was mad. I was like, oh, fuck. Because I thought we were just going to go until that one's done. But then, I, you know, that's why we intended everyone to be there. But then, just, you, know, but, you know, things happen. So, yeah. And, of course, fucking street soldiers falling asleep. I know. <laughs> God damn it, street soldiers. Let everyone fucking... <laughs> He says fall asleep. He was trying to get his, his shit together. <laughs> get his fucking... <laughs> All right. And Bake says, when's the Debo drafting? So we we um there's two more spots left, and we're trying to get that filled up. That's why I haven't uh made it a point to pick the draft day and time just yet. But um, yeah, we're gonna see. It's gonna it's gonna depend on, on people's availability because it could be a Friday night thing, but it would have to be like a later like Friday night thing. Could be Monday. Monday would probably be a good day because we might be able to draft early in the day before people start doing um, the festivities for the day. Could even be Wednesday if people can't do Monday. So we got all the way. I mean, shit, we could, it could be happen Thursday morning, you know, for all we know necessarily. But yeah, uh, Wednesday night would be ideally the latest that we want to do it. I'm telling you, we're on the precipice of war. We're so close to filling it. Yeah, Bank said, fuck it, I'm in. He said, I'm, I'm off Monday and Friday night. Let's go. <laughs> Four-day weekend. All Here right. we come. And uh, which one do you want to do? Do you want to do the Debo <laughs> with IDP or the Debo without? There's only two spots left in the, the Debo with IDP. Oh, did you shoot the Debo without the IDP to Candlestick? I did. I'm not sure if he joined just yet. Okay. He may have, and I, I may have even missed it. And uh, Carl said, should I drop Paris Campbell for DJ Chark? Yeah, it's kind of blah for blah, but if uh, if Chark is on the field, let's not even say healthy if he's on the field, I kind of like him more than Paris Campbell. Um, I don't know. I'll just pass. <laughs> like on both of them, right? Yeah. Drop them both. up both of them. Tina said, eh, LOL, every East Side draft is exactly how you guys seen at the mansion. It's always a shit show. He said last season, uh, too many caps decided to take a walk mid-draft. Oh, my God. I hate when they do that shit. But is it everybody, though? Because no, you, then, you no, said, they get to a point where they go, it's like when, like the last four rounds, they'll be like, all right, free for all. And everyone just starts grabbing stickers. I'm like, God damn it. Because usually I'm on, I've been remote where I'd be like, and then I'm just direct line to Steamboat. I'm just like, okay, grab me such and such and such and such. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, so this time I was like, oh yeah, I got to go to Steamboat. And I was like, hey, give me fucking Jarek McKinnon. And then it made me mad because I didn't even get some of those guys. Yeah. My was going crazy with the stickers. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm like, damn it. I'm like, damn it. Every year. 
Only one more spot now in the Debo Snatcher chain with IDP. Hell yeah, Bakes getting up in this shit. Let's go. I feel like it's a league I belong in, though. You know I mean? The league called to me. <laughs> the nothing- league called to me, and then it showed me the world of IDP. <laughs> There's nothing crazier. Nothing crazier. Yeah, IDP is fucking awesome. Like I'm like. I got these other big money offensive only leagues, and I'm like, okay, I got. I'm like, damn, like I was trying to pitch to them, like, hey, y'all don't do. I know. All right, <laughs> all right, pussies. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's what we got the SBI for. So that one's like, you know, I mean, like I'm actually gonna hop on the horn later with Spencer because we got a couple spots to fill. Now, I mean, there we go. Oh yeah, there we go. And uh oh. Peacock said he just sent over some spots for for the funk. Nice. Oh man. All right, here we go. We'll we'll just let everyone get a little sneak peek, and everybody can have a little. Uh, I mean, well, we always share everything with the crew. Even just like yesterday is how we came up with it. You know what? What about the fantasy football funk? <laughs> yeah, and it's actually because nobody else. Yeah, and we definitely want the funk. So you know, what I'm saying we want all the smoke. <laughs> Here we go. Dennis in the house. What up, homie? We only got one spot left in the Debo IDP live. Dennis, it's almost filled finally. What up, Dennis? Dennis oh, been IDP life? Yeah, De- Dennis is super excited about the, the Debo IDP life. Oh, yeah. He was Hell like, yeah. I'm pretty sure he was the first one who was like, yeah, 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 get me in that shit. Because Dennis wanted to play in all our super degenerate ones. Because those were Yeah, hell yeah. I mean, he got he, I think he got introduced to our degenerate leagues uh, in the playoffs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then he won. won. I'm in this thing. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So here we go. This is the first one, which I like this one, but I feel like it's my least favorite of the three. This is the one that I really like the fantasy football funk. Yep. I'm fucking with it. The double F got all of them there. And then I like this one. This definitely looks real hippie ish. Um, But what do you think? I I think, I think number two is the, uh, is the one. Yeah. What do you what do you guys think? So here's number one. Here's number two. And then here's number three. Let me know what you guys think. I, I'm I'm voting number two on this one. I think that's the one. But just you- throw in the number. We want the funk. Gotta have that funk. Yeah. And we got uh Bake said number two. Uh Dennis said he likes number three. Number three is pretty cool as well. Looks real, real funky and hippie-ish. Yeah, I'm not mad at three. In order, though, it would be two, three, and then one for me. Yeah, yeah, this is gonna be dope. And uh, <coughs> man, we're, we're we're gonna have to get a throwback as well. I don't even know how we're gonna throw back, but uh, I think we're gonna have to get some, uh, you know, get some afros, you know, going in here. Maybe get some uh, some kind of tie dye shirt or something. You know, we're definitely gotta have some throwbacks to. Uh, the motherfucker's about to rock a, a afro with a dashiki in. Yeah, and it'll be a throw. It'll be a throwback. Like I got like a weird blowout thing going too though right now. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> this is so funny. Tino said uh, something missing. Peacock. Maybe add some more disco and cocaine in that font. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> And Tino said, I got to try Boogie Nights font. <laughs> <laughs> <Uh-oh. laughs> 
Carl said number one speaks to me. All right. I like it. I like it. Look at that. It resonated with him. And Derek said, I got an afro I just bought for my cousin's 70s-themed party. See, that's what I'm saying. And it could be like, take us back to Funky Town. You know, and that could be like the theme of the show. And uh, Yeah, but see, I also fuck with I also fuck with the funk, like, you know what I'm saying? Like like uh, George Clinton and the, fun- and the, and the Funkadelics, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the, that, that, the, uh, the Ohio, L.A.-influenced, like, funk. You know what I'm saying? Because that's where it came from, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Even Uh-oh. even Cabio, I think Cabio was doing like more like soul shit, and then they got their hands on that funk and was like, oh okay, you know, because they, I think Cabio was from like New York, and then once they make their way out west, bro, because that was what was popular. I mean, if you look at like, even if you look at rap, right? If you look at rap, um, the East Coast, where 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 clearly the meccas, where rap hip-hop started right they were sampling like jazz and like soul shit you know what i'm saying but predominantly like jazz you know what i mean like the hip-hop artists that in, in the 80s and the 90s you know what i'm saying yeah and then like the west coast we were sampling funk you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like like and then you look at guys like red man he was heavily influenced by the west coast scene that's yeah. why he called himself the funk doc and you listen to like a lot of his old samples he was like gravitated towards the funk samples you know what i mean yeah, and all the you know what I'm saying like like I said like the part like the Parliament, and motherfucking you know George Clinton and fucking you know what I'm saying uh I mean the list goes on I'm 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 blanking on there's a gang more I I know I keep saying those same names and shit but you know what I'm saying it's a, it's a whole nother it's a fucking and there was the one like on that psychedelic shit crazy too bro yeah. that's why that hit you know what I mean <laughs> like they actually carried you know music is always influenced by something bro yeah. Yeah, a lot of cocaine and psychedelics and all this shit, bro. Yeah, be the seven as opposed to like the seventies where like a lot of soul shit, a lot of that shit was like heroin shit. Fuck for real, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean like think of like Bobby Walmack, even that was on the, the hundred and tenth street. Yeah, you know what I mean? Shit, he's basically talking about the whole stroll and 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 and, and the fucking and uh, and all the heroin spots. You know what I mean? And the dope game, yeah. Yeah, I probation on Twitch. What up? What up? He said, uh, give Kincaid and get Dallas Goddard, 10-man PPR dynasty. I'd rather have Goddard, it. but I don't know. I, I don't like doing trades where it's like tight end for tight end. I'd do it. Give I'd me rather, Goddard. I'd, ra- I'd rather, I'd rather, uh, what, what's that? I'd rather tear up is uh, like Stevie B I said. That's tearing up. If I had Kincaid, I think you're tearing up from of a super unknown mystery to, you know, a guy who's attached to one of the better offenses. Yeah, I mean, but I'll take Goddard. I'm trying to tear up like multiple times though, because I feel like those guys could even be in the same tier when it's all said and done. Just saying, as it stands now. Yeah, man, I gotta make multiple picks over here in uh, one of these. Yeah, let's see. Yeah, hold on, I'm about to grab a cup of water. I caught my like a bitch. All right, there we go. Friday night lights made my picks. Let's see. I think I'm on in the Little Giants as well. Oh, on in White Man Can't Jump as well. And I probation said I could win now. I mean, I like it, but I mean, especially if it's a dynasty, I kind of like that even less. Man, so many picks. All right, let's see. 
And uh, Dennis said, what do you guys think uh, Juana Man will do with Derek Carr? I mean, I think he's going to be all right. But I think, uh, I don't know. I think he, I think he's getting too much hype as a late, like, tight end. There's a lot of other guys I'd rather have. A lot of other guys I feel like I'd rather have. All right, we're making all these damn picks right now. Then we're going to smoke one more bowl and get ready to get up out of here. And Derek said, Huss believes in Kincaid. You heard it here first, guys. He's with me. (laughs) Two first-rounders, Derek, and you might be able to acquire him. Man, I'm on the clock like literally everywhere. All right, where's the... And then someone told me I'm on the clock in the Little Giants, but didn't tag me there. Let me see. Where's the... Oh, son of a bitch. I play the stupid killer clowns week one in the Green Bowl. Of course. That's how it's got to be. All right. And Dennis said, name me a few you're higher on. Um, Hunter Henry, Gerald Everett, Logan Thomas. Those are just to name a few. All right. Dang, I cannot remember. Does anyone remember what the what the tree was called that Redwood um, brought? I cannot remember. I mean, that's what I'm smoking on right now. Shout out to Redwood. I cannot remember what the hell it was called. Oh, first... Wait. Was it First Class Funk? <laughs> that's going to be so funny if that's what it was. <laughs> Let's go. It's not funny. It's the universe. Come on. How long, how long have you known me, man? <coughs> It's always been the universe. Come on. And Tino said, now I ha- all I have to do is talk to us into pasta and my seasonal goals are complete. <laughs> I drafted them in, uh, I drafted them in, uh, let me see. It's in a money league. Yeah. yeah the IDP in, the IDP, in the IDP life, I drafted them in, in the, the sixth fucking round. sixth round. What the fuck was going on there? <laughs> I would have took Tony Pasta. Everybody just hella hated him. And I was like, man, I I should have took Damian Pierce, though. Like, that would have been the better pick. Um, but, uh, yeah, neither here nor there. I was just, I was really surprised that he was even there. <laughs> and Peacock said Killer Clowns is a horrible movie. Man, I'm playing Killer Clowns in the Green Bowl week one. Such bullshit. For real? Yeah, such bullshit. That's fucking poetic. <laughs> I swear to God. Because remember, remember it was like, you, okay. And I and I quote because this is something that I mentioned to you when I started like talking about like my Yahoo like disdain, right? And it's like years ago, and I go, Yeah, man, for some reason in my home league, it's like on cue every year I'm playing my, my boy. And then the next week I play my other boy. And then we and it's like it's always like, like the schedule never changes unless we add someone new. And then it shakes it up for that following year, right? And you're like, Every year I used to play the fucking this guy, right? Killer clowns. <laughs> Fuck this guy. <laughs> I just I don't know why I remember that story, but it's just so funny now because it's like, damn, you went on the sleeper. 
put your mortal enemy because that means you're about to play him twice too it's going down yeah and you know what we're going to war we're going to war that's what's going on because i got i got watson and corky kirk over here i'm about to go wild week one yeah you're nasty yeah. over there from the 12 spot yeah oh we get the 12 spot 11 spot 11 ghost monkey had the 12th and uh zeb he said stevenson and Pittman for jt Dynasty Superflex trade away JT for Stevenson and Pittman. I guess I don't like Pittman, but like I would do this and just get like a different piece besides Pittman in there. What do you think Pittman gets like 40 grabs? Maybe. That's ugly. <laughs> and uh, I don't know who the Facebook no, unit. <laughs> I don't know who the Facebook user is, but it said Damian Pierce for a 2024 first Dynasty Superflex. If you're buying them for that. Uh, yeah, you better do it because I think his price can only raise from what it is. And I sold him off for a first and a third in uh, in two separate leagues. If I need a running back, I'm doing a hella quick. Yeah, if I need running back, and that's usually uh, that usually entails your your win now team that you could do without that first. You know what I mean? Yeah, that might be that missing piece you you might feel you need. I'm all about that. I do that shit all the fucking time. <laughs> fucking killer clown. No. <coughs> the big job. Crazy. I, I have King Cade in the <laughs> in the Green Bowl as well. Nice. You have way too many tight ends over here. I have four tight ends. I took the shot on a couple late, I guess. I'll give you Kelsey for Watson and no, it's fine. <laughs> I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> I don't want to break my own rules. <laughs> Never mind. All right, but don't worry. I'll be I'll, I'll be keeping our rules, and I'll be sending you Kelsey trades every. Okay, time. it's all good. Just, just <laughs> make sure I know the rules is in effect. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh man, we practice what we preach. <laughs> Peacock says saw AR fifteen not connect on any attempts <laughs> with uh, Alec Pierce in the last preseason game. Zero for five. Damn. But he but but he was going for him because I feel like Alec Pierce will be in the safer range for a guy like uh uh an inaccurate guy like uh um what's his name Richardson. Tino, no, I did not grab all the rookie tight ends. Kincaid was the only rookie tight end. I got Kittle and I got Everett and I got Schultz. Damn, you got hella. That's yeah. not a bad strategy. Yeah, we'll we'll see. Cause yeah, I don't have uh I mean I got uh yeah, really? I think I only have three wide receivers. Now that I'm looking at it, I got three wide receivers and four tight ends. I got, I think I got five wides here. Okay. I got Waddle, I got Waddle Ridley, Deontay Johnson, and then I got Dobbs and Skymore. I did bogey things. And Marco said 74 best ball leagues. He said, looks like a hell of a pot. Oh, yeah, it's nice. Whoever gets first place, I mean, they're going to be getting a, a hell of a check sent to them. And uh, yeah, right now it's uh, it's top fourteen that are uh, that are getting paid out of everybody. So last year we had a similar amount getting paid out, but it was like double the the buy-in price this year as as it is this year. This year we lowered it to ten, so we could try to uh, double or triple. We didn't triple. We we did a little more than double. Or no, we did triple because we had 21 yeah, last year. Yep. Yeah. 
Yeah, because how many teams total is drafted after after the 74 is done? Let's see. 74 times 12, right? Look at me. 888. <laughs> Look at that. Hey, crazy how that worked. <laughs> Triple eights. Triple eights, yeah. Educate them, skate them. <laughs> Who will be the great of the triple eight? There can only be one. Let me see. Marco said how much at the 14. Let me let me go look real quick. I, at the what now? Uh, uh like how much does the 14th? Um so 11th through 14th get paid 75 each. Nice. Yeah, and then, so what do we decided on for the top the top three? So because I know the top three is significant. I gotta I gotta rework I gotta rework it, but I mean it's really the top two that are super significant, yeah. three thousand and one thousand, and then then it breaks down from there, four, three, two, and then yeah, uh one hundred to five different teams, and then uh, the seventy-five to another five teams there. And not mad. Yeah, so I mean, top two, we're gonna have two people in the uh, over a thousand. I mean, or at a thousand or over a thousand. I mean, that's way bigger than it was any of these other previous years. It was pretty much like first and second place were were getting paid, but yeah, last year it even changed around because because of the the Cincinnati game. That's what kind of messed everything up yeah. like last year. Because um, yeah, it ended. Super, super. And the guy who won it, he only had one entry, right? Uh, two, two. Oh yeah, two. Wow. Yeah, and that's all he has this year as well. So he's doing the same thing. Only two entries as well in there. Yeah, insane. And he didn't have. He was one of the people who had zero people in that Sunday game as well. There was a lot of people who had you mean that Monday bills, game or the Monday game. Yeah. He yeah. so he had no Bills or Bengals players. And uh, but every that a lot of other people who were in the top, what was that, I think? 20 well, it years. happened. That's yeah. still destiny. Yeah. So he got paid less than uh, because of that, and then but more people got paid. It was like everyone who made it to the final day got ended up getting paid something. It wasn't supposed to be like that. It was only supposed to be like the top half of uh, of the final round that got paid. You come back to the SBI mm -hmm. this year? Okay. Yes. I'll yeah. see. Okay. Just, so wait, fourteen teams, or is it going to be twelve? You said that I don't know. It, it just it just depends how much because we all of a sudden I think I might have to like replace like eight. I think you know what I mean. Jesus, yeah, just make it twelve, man. Stop trying to overextend it into fourteen. Don't put that extra pressure on yourself. No, but see, but it's also like just I have to look at the list of who's coming because I know like like sweetness. He might. He, that's the guy that'll probably come back. You know what I mean that'll make it like seven. You know what I mean? Yeah, and then like you know. Yeah, it's just it, and I know Jemo. I know see see Jemo. It's funny because like he keeps trying to like ah oh, I'm not, and then he asks about it, and then I'm like okay, you know I just keep circling around. Okay? Yeah, because he was in it last year too. But you know, but either way, like I got a, I got a ton of Warriors to feel like like my nephew's coming in. You know, candlestick. Uh oh, Dennis said, "What league is this?" Oh yeah, yeah. It's the it's the it's it was formerly known as the Smoky Bogey Invitational. But now it's the Spencer Bogey Invitational because Spencer was in it as well. And my man Smokey's taking the year off. Uh, he's only keeping his one league. So anyways, um, yeah, if then if you want in on it, it's $150. You know what I mean? And this is a, it's, a, it's a super flex QB premium. It has the tight end spot. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
but you know, I might make some adjustments here too. That's another thing I'm gonna talk to Spencer because we have like we have a full. We don't even have a full IDPs. I wanna I, I want to add full IDPs. You know what I mean? Tight end, to flex, tight end to flex. Yeah, I'm, I'm more than likely gonna do that. You know what I mean? Yeah, fuck the tight end spot. Yeah. Because the real reason why I hate it is because, like, if you have Kelsey, like, you have such a good shot of winning. And so that means only one person has, like, a really, really, really good shot of winning. Superflex IDP does nullify that to a degree because that person still has to dress up his Kelsey team properly now. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm not saying you can't win with a bogus Yeah, and and this one, it's only QB premium in one point. So it's like, you know, the tight ends are just, there's one point just like everybody else. You know what I mean? But the QB, it's, it's, uh, one point for every uh 15 passing yards. <coughs> yeah, and IDPs go crazy because because uh it's basically one, two, three still. So I yeah. might actually I might do something about that. As far as uh maybe I might juice up the, the receivers a little bit. But I mean I do like it just make it just it also just well, adds the reason that. why the, the not every single one of my leagues are the same too though. You know what I mean? The reason why um the the reason why the hustler leagues are 2.0 for the wide receivers is because with idp one two three it's like some of these top linebackers are like just as valuable as the top 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 wide receivers if not more valuable than some of them so that 2.0 ppr was always to counteract the high scoring of idp hell yeah and not counteract it but just make it to where if you got the premium if you got justin jefferson he should be scoring more than whoever the top um, linebackers, yeah, coons and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, and who's this Facebook user said? Do you bet on games or just fantasy? We bet on games, and I'm partnered up with Patriot Sports Radio, and uh, they have um, a Patreon as well, where it's thirty dollars, and you get daily picks over there. I'll throw the link in here. Yep, thirty dollars a month. Thirty dollars a month. What I say, thirty a week. Yeah, thirty a month. Yeah. Go get signed up. And then always on Sunday and uh, really prior to games, we're going to be talking about some of the, uh, you know, just bets that we're throwing in and stuff. Because, uh, yeah, we're degenerates. We're always throwing in bets. Always small amounts, though. I don't, I don't like to even bet, like, high amounts. We're betting, like, $2 here, $3 there. Um, what's it called? Uh, a lot, lot of $2 parlays. That we just have a lot of fun with as well. Last year it was nice when we hit the six or seven game like two dollar parlay and turned it into like a hundred bucks. That was super cool. Let me see. Let me throw in. Uh... And Zeb, make sure you get over to uh, make sure you get over to the new YouTube channel, the Fantasy Football Funk. I'm throwing it in uh, right now for you over there. Cause you gotta have that funk, right? And <laughs> Tina, <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. Tino said people would say I have a gambling issue because <laughs> you're one of the people who like bets on like Korean baseball in the middle of the night, right? <laughs> and uh, what up, Phil? Said Christian Harris or Cody Barton? Man, super close. I'm I'm leaning Christian Harris as of now. Super close though. Super close. And, uh, oh, last thing I got to remind you guys about. 
<laughs> more and more t-shirts are uh, are coming or more and more swag because it's not just t-shirts it's all kinds of swag check it out go to 420 crew merch.com we got our women's fantasy league swag up there for the ladies got the nug life oh yeah gotta get some of that nug life and then we got the 420 crew stuff. We're going to get more 420 crew uh, t-shirts up there as well. And there's more things than just this. This is just what's on the homepage. But like, let's see. We went to like just apparel. Let's see what shows up here. I know we got to have more. And maybe, you know what? Maybe I, maybe I took the IDP life off of there because um, we've got the new IDP life. All right. And shout out to Peacock for making sure that we got dope designs on everything. Hell yeah. And De- uh, Dennis said, I missed uh, missed it last Friday. Who won the jersey in the rigging one? So it was uh, um, Devo who won the jersey, and he chose the Justin Jefferson. And then it was our man, JPZ, who won the, the rigging one. And yeah, we're gonna get uh yeah, we need to get more 420 crew stuff for uh for raffles. Yeah, especially Jerome Baker. They they got um they're getting a new not getting a new line, but they're uh, they're creating more of uh more of an economic uh, economical you know type of pieces where they're gonna because they don't really have any pieces like under a hundred bucks. Um, at least, you know, notoriously, and I'll, I'll show you here, like with the bong, I mean, shit, look at how many colors, you know, is like throughout this thing and like, you know, just all the crazy designs. So now they're coming out with a line of, uh, of, of different bongs and dab rigs and shit like that. And they're all like less than a hundred dollars. Cause they're just clear glass and, uh, they all look super cool. Super cool, and I know. Um, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get something going to where. Um, yeah, we're gonna get uh, get get like an affiliate. Uh, you know, get some kind of link where you guys can get like a percentage off and all that type of shit. And Tino said, "I literally drafted Jerome Baker just because of Huss's bong." He said, "That was my very last pick." There we go. And Jerome Baker always kills it, bro. Always kills it. <laughs> and Marco said, "Went to the weed fair." On uh, on a weekday, but didn't find any Jerome Baker stuff. Yeah, I mean, I, they've always been an American-based, um, you know, glass company. But um, was it in Germany or where did you go to a different? Uh, where were you at? Where were you at? What city in Germany? Very curious about this uh, this weed fair. And we're going to be back <coughs> with fantasy news. <coughs> <coughs> We're going to be back <coughs> with fantasy news today. <coughs> back at 1 p.m. West Coast time. And uh-oh. Ooh. The Dolphins GM said there was no exchange of offers. Uh-oh. And uh, Marcos, I got those HHC joints there. Okay. Derek said, Huss, in my work league, I got Mahomes, but someone just dropped Geno yesterday in that league, and now he's there. It's a 1QB league, but do you think I should drop Burks to get him? 
who else uh who else is bottom of your bench or is burks like literally the bottom of your bench but yeah i probably would i still feel like i mean gino's got a real good shot to like finish inside the top like 15 i, I would i mean he should finish inside the top 15 i mean maybe he flirts with qb12 you know as well like we know some injuries are going to happen and some guys are going to get dropped out of there. Marco said the can affair in Dusseldorf. Okay, nice. Nice. <coughs> One thing that I need help with, guys, we need some more podcast downloads. Doesn't even matter if you guys listen to the podcast over there or not. It's all about the downloads. So if you have an Apple, if you have an Apple phone, go to podcast and search fantasy football hustler. You'll see the logo and everything. This make go uh go set up automatic downloads. <coughs> if you're on Spotify, make sure you go follow there as well. I don't know if you can set up automatic downloads or not, but just hit the download button. Go ahead and delete them later, you know, and uh, yeah, just show the love over there. I think if you do the play over there, it'll count like the same way as well. And ha, Matt Corral just got waived from the Panthers. Ha Matt Corral. We knew that was going to happen. Um, but yeah, that's one way that you guys can help help the podcast numbers, you know, um, grow over there. We, uh, you know, we get we get random sponsors here and there for the podcast stuff. So, yeah, go check that yep, out. Shout out to Heisman. Hell yeah. And uh, Derek said, uh, Burks, Addison, Thielen, Algier, Deuce. Man, get rid of Thielen. Get rid of Thielen. Or <laughs> I know you want Deuce and you think he's going to be a thing. It would either be Thielen or Deuce. I wouldn't uh, drop Burks for him. He said in a single QB, someone just dropped Geno. He's got Mahomes, though. Yeah, I mean, single QB. If you want to hold on to, like, a good second QB, maybe Geno's probably better than what most people is holding. And it's really just, like, cock blocking and making sure that no one just gets, you know, a free Geno week two, week three, or something like that. Yeah, I would definitely do that, just to cock block. And Tino said Uncle Crispy has to trying to make money again. <laughs> <laughs> He's always trying to make money with those crispy rings. Hell yeah. All right. Marco, you the man. He said, next time I go on Spotify, I'll probably go download a shitload of episodes. Appreciate you. Yeah, shout out to you, Marco. All right. Well, let's get up out of here. We'll be back at one for FNT. And hey, it's 11-11, the universe. Hey. <laughs> Bogey, any parting words for us? Universe, give me money. Yeah. Ethan, on me. I don't want them to gain another yard. You blitz all night. If they cross the line of scrimmage, I'm going to take every last one of you out. You make sure they remember forever the night they played the Titans. Here comes the boom.